boys and girls. This is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and welcome to the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. And I actually can't figure this out for the life of me because we have grown men playing with toys. But I guess that's what happens when your parents don't read to you as a child, unlike mine, which is why I've been educated for eight years. That's right. I'm a top professional wrestler and a dentist to plan a careers. So keep that in mind as you waste an hour of your pathetic life with this podcast. Enjoy. It's the Major Wrestling Figures Podcast. Time to start the show. Talking figs and collectibles. Here we are, let's go. Cardone is here to buy everything. Bam, minimum, Brian singing what to say. Smart Mark is ready to f- the show. It's time to talk. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Hello and welcome to the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. I'm your host, the Prince of Queens, Brian Myers, a.k.a. the Scotty Pippen of Wrestling Figure Collecting. And I'm holding out for a new contract, Mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm underpaid, <laughs> man. Uh, I'm in broski I- shadow over here on this show, man. <laughs> and I'm doing it all without me, bro. Listen, listen, I'm your host, always ready, Matt Cardona, a.k.a. the Michael Jordan of wrestling figure collecting, the 23, not the 45, a.k.a. the $1,000 broski, a.k.a. the guy who wanted to drink whiskey because Michael Jordan's drinking it in Last Dance, <laughs> but it's not whiskey, it's tequila. Whoa. It's bre- really? Tequila? How'd you yes. figure that out? It looks like, yeah, it looks like whiskey for sure. That's what I thought. I was drinking whiskey and smoking cigars all week. And he's drinking tequila. Oh, who cigars. Who, disclo- who disclosed this information to you? Someone posted it in the uh, the group. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I was smoking cigars all week. You know how I <laughs> know you're a mark? What's that? I said, you know how I know you're a mark? Why? Because <laughs> you, you watched a documentary and drank whiskey and smoked cigars the first time you I didn't drink. I, hey, full disclosure, I didn't drink any whiskey. I hate whiskey. But I did uh. smoke a lot of cigars. Well, speaking of Marks, uh, I am also here, smart Mark Sterling, the producer of the show, Dr. Silver Balls, the either uh, Steve Kerr, Luke Longley, or uh, the coach. I don't know. And they were American Rebel cigars. Wink, wink. Um, so, guys, how are you doing? Ain't no me confirmed. <laughs> hey, this podcast is brought to you by our good yeah, friends at Ringside, right. Ringside Collectibles. Uh, <laughs> you guys going to say it together? John and Trevor, everybody at Ringside, thank you so much. The number one online retailer for all wrestling figures. Um, the Stomp in Paradise figures went up this week, and they NWO sold out. We'll talk about that a little later on. Also this week, a big interview with Bubba Ray Dudley, Bully Ray, whatever you want to call him, he's on the show. Phenomenal. I, I like to bu- refer to bu- him as the bu- uh, Bubba Ray Dudley, the leader of Aces and Eights. But okay, that's right. Um, welcome to Good Housekeeping. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Leave a review this week. The major review. Do you guys have that this week? I couldn't find any. Yeah. You couldn't what? find any. Did, no. you, did you search mine? <laughs> did we not plug last week? Like we, did. we always do. Forget we did. It's at Eric Green Twelve. All I can say is that I love listening to this podcast. 
It gives me the chance to go back to my childhood and the times that I fantasy booked the Royal Rumble when the Hasbro figs met my WCW figs. I there even taped them. What a nerd. But what a great time in my life. Thank you for allowing me to get in my weekly time machine and reminisce. You guys are awesome. Well, I like you're that. Awesome. Yeah, I like that. And uh, we're gonna send you a uh, live five eye patch. Got a couple left, and the <laughs> the major pod sticker. So. I will tell you that somebody <laughs> sent a review into the inbox on Patreon and said, "Hey, I don't listen to the podcast on iTunes, so I'm gonna leave a review here." <laughs> I, I responded, "Well." Even if you don't listen to the the podcast on iTunes, you can still leave a review on iTunes, guys. <laughs> yeah, whatever that's you listen to, I'm like, can, that's definitely. I, I don't know much about this stuff, but I'm like, that's definitely possible. Yes, of course it yeah. is. Right. Okay. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MajorWFPod, YouTube.com/slash MajorWFPod. Uh, the Fig Bath video is up. And when we get to 100,000 subscribers, we will do an incarnation of domination video with all Matt and Brian figures. We have a lot of videos up there. Um, in the fig bath video, I fig bath some LJNs. And I said, watch the video. Use the hashtag MajorLJN to be eligible to win the figures from the video. And the winner is at Master underscore Wayne. Um, he posted a little pic of his son, I assume, or his brother. And said, this little Major Mark has Hasbros, Galoobs, and Jacks, but he's in need of some LJNs. Hashtag Major LJN. He's wearing a good old Stop in Paradise shirt, so I like that. Hell yeah. He's Lovely. getting those figs. Um, so congrats. Also, uh, on YouTube, we got some nice uh, a couple unboxing videos in a row there from Brian. We got a, the Street Profits, yeah. and then also... For some reason, he got the uh, Ringside Collection. The I'll series talk about one. it in uh, weekly purchases. Okay, but, uh, I, had a, I had a couple questions about that. And Mark, I was watching your uh, Ninja Turtle video, which isn't getting much love, and I don't understand why. Yeah. The video is so well done. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's I, very well done. Has the uh, the throwbacks to when we saw Randy. Yeah. Has pictures of old figures. Yeah. Some old footage. Really, really well done. Thank you. Yeah. For for the uh, NECA Ninja Turtle fans out there, or NECA fans, I, I use my good camera. I went in depth on the on the uh, on the figures themselves. Kind of unlike w- what we normally do on the show, and we'd like to do more of that kind of stuff. So. Right. I think they saw my face and didn't see you guys, and they were like, "Ah." <laughs> you should have you, you uh, just a clickbaity thumbnail, not your face. Right. Your face on your my face, body. Your face, no good. Yeah. 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 No. Um, yeah. I did a little uh, impromptu uh, video searching for some steak and figs at Walmart with Chelsea, and then I'm very proud of this one. Uh, I'm not sure if it's up yet, but it will be very soon. It is a retro review vintage unboxing of the first ever. The first ever wrestling figure box set. Do you know what that is, Brian? The first ever wrestling. Are you going to call Survivor Series? Yes, I am. I guess that is the. I'm trying to. Do. And if there's one before that, I. That's not. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't count it. <laughs> as far as I. I mean, I'm racking my brain here. I can't think of anything else. Prior and to that, neither can I. And the because like even though those those Bendem box sets like came out after. Yeah, no, I'm I, maybe like that five pack or something, or that four pack. Seven, it's the seven pack, right? But there's also there's that that, but there's also like a four pack or a five pack. Yeah, I still think that was at, after '96. So, but this is uh, I think Sean you're right. Brett Goldust and the Green Ultimate Warrior, the in my opinion, the first ever uh, Jax uh, gift set four pack. A little retro view, vintage unboxing on that coming very soon. That's like nice. Channel. 
almost nice. criminal that you opened that. Well, I at this point. I mean, I'm a Lucy guy. Who's Lucy? I know who's Lucy. Um, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Major WF Pod. So much cool stuff up there. Take a shot. shot. Of tequila, not whiskey. Um, Also, MajorWFPod.com slash Patreon store. There's an exclusive Pro Wrestling Tea store if you're a Hard Foundation member. Hmm. So make sure you check out both. Uh, Great designs in both TTD, Killing It, John Lucas Reyes with a, What's up, dude? What up, dude? What up, dude? Um, yeah, I think that might be our new uh, hot seller. I got a feeling that's very timely now, too. By the way, with the that's, Undertaker that's documentary coming out, which very is great. True. I don't know what you're talking about, Mark. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the Undertaker. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you, Mark, what are you talking about? I don't Mark, know. What are you talking about? I, I'm mistaken. Uh, it's a uh, guy named Dead. <laughs> you say what up to him? Okay. Yes. What do you uh, think Dead's short for? Oh, I don't know. It's just Dead. <laughs> Um, if you want to advertise your product or service, hit us up, majorpodcast at gmail.com and Patreon, baby. Patreon.com slash major WF pod. Um, every week we give away a prize to a new subscriber and an old subscriber. Mark, who are the winners? Uh, yes, this week, the first time in the line winner, Ty Dawson and the classic superstar winner, Ricky Ramos. So congrats. You'll be winning, um, you guessed it, a live five eye patch and yeah, a, couple more. <laughs> a major pod sticker. We got a couple left. Yeah. Um, dude, the fantasy fig fed PPVs insanity. Insanity. Well, yes. And I have something to tell you guys. And I, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned it on the show. I think I briefly did last week. Uh, this week, so it's already up on Patreon. The Silver Linings, episode 14, is an entire in podcast and video form. An entire what? an entire breakdown of the fig fed as if I was uh, a journalist breaking oh down the results. God. I probably, sat down with friend of the channel, show. Channeled your inner uh, Jim Cornette, I'm sure. Yes. Friend of the show, Max Mastermaster, and I really broke down all of the creative decisions, uh, you know, the things that are happening, the the things we're looking forward to in each each promotion. Uh, it's it's a great listen, it's a great recap. Of what you guys have been doing, so yeah, yeah. So many people have been making some great pay per view posters. Oh, Matt awesome. Tyron, D Freedom, D, D, bleh, take a shot. D Freedom Thirty. Some other people have been making them. I um, love it. People have been loving. I finally did my figure photography. Now I got a little confession to make. A so Matt Cardona confession. Oh no. So I, I told you I ordered a treadmill. Yep. Which by the way I have some uh, some some bones to pick with Nautilus. <laughs> I, uh, there's no way you're. There's no way you built that by yourself. They sent only not. one half of the treadmill. So I want to be known that I no, built my treadmill. Even built that. I built my treadmill and I built my assault bike by myself. So but okay, anyway. um, I know major fitness challenge still going on. I don't run on a treadmill, but <sighs> what I like to do for cardio, you go like is, this. Uh, he he I, walks like like. I walk like the bushwhackers, but it's, uh, it's on a absurd uh, 50, to a witness. Fifteen incline level three. Just power walking like a mother. A, a solid like four minutes. No, I do that minutes. too. <laughs> twenty minutes. Hell of a workout. But listen to this. So I got this Nautilus, and side note, I traveled with him for at least a year straight. Just recently, I saw him do this maybe twice. Because sometimes I'd wake up in the morning before you got up and I would do it in the hotel. <laughs> that is the biggest. That is just a fantasy. I'm going to not even acknowledge um, that. Oh, tell your, tell your story. Oh, sorry, it's it's Nordic track. 
I'm sorry. Yeah, not Nautilus. Track. Is that the same no. thing? No, it's definitely not. Anyway. So anyway, so Ugh. I'm doing this thing, and I'm realizing that as I'm walking, I don't know if it's the type of treadmill it is or my body weight, but the three is turning into like a seven speed, but it's not changing on the computer as a three. So I don't know if it's because of the incline or because of my weight. It's making the belt go faster. Okay. Mm. I told you to look in. You can't buy a cheap tread. Like you're a big yeah. muscular athlete. You can't buy a little treadmill. Like it was $2,000. Yeah. weeks ago. That's cr- that doesn't add up. So now I have to do an incline on a 12. I can't go past a 12 or I'll start speeding up. <laughs> and then you can't do that because you'll blow up. I'll, I'll die. Not even yeah, blow why up. Don't you, I'll why die. Just, why don't you just t- do the workout like a man? Just take it. Blow up. No, I, I can't walk on a 7. Do you understand know. what I'm saying? It, the computer is set for a 3, but it's going, it's going so fast. Hmm. So why don't you... Just jog like a normal person and not go on incline. No, that's not, that's, no, that's not my. Work Are you though. sure you don't have it like set to like at the wrong uh, settings so that? So so I contacted Nordic Track about this and they said, Matt, if you're on the highest incline, the belt will speed up a little from being inclined so high. Oh. I said, so that's normal. I have it on it. I have it on a three. It feels like it's going up to a six or seven. No response. <laughs> Maybe you're just really out of shape. It's been a long time. It you has been, been a cardio. long time. You haven't been it in has the been ring. A long time. Maybe this is all in your head. But anyway, so I had to break down my my figure fed arena mm. to put up the treadmill. Right. So the night before the treadmill's coming, I took all the pictures, made sure everything was perfect. And I'm a psycho. If I have it in my fig fed, I need to own it. That's how like I take so much pride in these photos and this fig fed. So there's so many little things I didn't have to buy, but I did to make my photos perfect. And then after I'm done, I had broken down the arena, put all the figures away, I realized that I had mistakenly photographed John Cena with the undisputed title instead of the spinner title. Oh, no. So I wasn't going to rebuild it. I'm like, what am I going to do? Uh, but I, I even already posted the photos on our Facebook, and I posted them on Instagram, but I contacted Max Heron, who does the, the Photoshop posters, and said, hey, can you Photoshop this spinner belt in? Oh, my God. <laughs> what up? <laughs> he so actually I, did I it. I don't it even does, know what to say hey, to you about it, that. He did it. But you know what else he did? I asked him to do he added some thumbtacks to Tommy Dreamer's head after he got the skull crushing finale on the <laughs> thumbtacks. Come on. <laughs> and he added uh, when Hogan was coughing up blood and Rock was escorting him out with the uh, the stretcher. So I thank Max Heron for that. This is just another level of you cheating, by the way. It's not cheating. That well, stuff clearly didn't matter. happen. You already won, so. Yeah, that's true. Listen, I respect everybody's opinions. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm going to say. I also, I, I, I told, uh, I'm in a group text with John Cena and Trademark about this. I let him know the big reveal. I told him about the corporate chain gang. He's does very John, excited. Does John Cena even remember the Gemini to get that? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I also texted uh, uh, our good friend Hurricane Helms, Helms and congratulated him on winning the U.S. title. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, understand what you have to gain by brown nosing our friends by telling them this imaginary shit happened to you. It's pretty I'm funny. I'm so entertained by it. Uh, I want them to be entertained. Holy yeah. cow. Um, but anyway, guys, sign up to Patreon. So much stuff in the Patreon. Oh, guys, this week, the, the watch along just went up. Oh, tell us about that, Mark. Well, we all, first, uh, Brian came up with the idea to watch Sergeant Slaughter versus Triple H from DX in your house, 1997. I was there. We, uh, we watched the match together. It was great. That's it. Well, it's well, on there. Me and Mark and I watched the match. A little Easter egg for you guys to find yeah, at the end. There. Enjoy the um, enjoy it. Also on the Patreon, we give away stuff all the time. I literally gave away the Heath Slater one of ten pin. 
in the I Patreon saw that. You that's a wild giveaway. But it's not all it's not all giveaways. Sometimes you gotta buy things. Mm-hmm. And something that surprise dropped this week. A lot of controversy surrounding this. Finally, the limited edition, limited of two fifty, stop in paradise, major wrestling figure podcast figures dropped. It was a surprise drop only in the Patreon. People were questioning why. Why only in the Patreon? Why surprise drop? Why the increased price? Guys, do you remember what happened last time? <laughs> Fatal error, 11.45. We crashed ringside. People were flipping out, complaining. So, People were scalping them. This was the only fair way to do it. I mean, we had a meeting with ringside. Or, you know, us three. Mar- like This is all I'm going to say about it. There was no way to please everybody. Mm. Right? How many listeners and fans do we have? There's only 250 figures and probably less because we know that people are compensated by missing out on the last one. It was a mess. Yep. This was the closest we could get to uh, in getting these figures in the hands of true fans, not scalpers. Okay. Yeah. And it's like not to say that there aren't people that aren't in the Patreon that aren't true fans because there's a lot. I understand that. I understand that too. But there's there's not a lot of these toys. Yes. And it's like, would you rather? Pay us and support the show or pay some D-bag scalper that bought it just to flip it on eBay and upchart, you know? So it now, is what Of course, is there's definitely going to be people who bought it. We, we, the price was $99, uh, 90 if you use the code MAJOR, which I forgot to do, by the way. And yes, I did try to buy them, and I got them this time, but I forgot to put in the code. That's, um, that's, that's so Matt Cardona, but anyway. Yeah, it was. Well, I was so, you know, and here's the thing. I knew... They were going to go up, obviously, but I didn't. I didn't get them until they were posted in the group. I I wouldn't cheat. I wanted <laughs> to do it just like everybody else. I wanted to be in the trenches. Uh-huh. Um, but here's the thing, like you said, Brian, we were always going to let people down, upset people. But I think this was the way to upset the least amount of people. Yeah. Right. Actually, right. Uh, to be honest, the feedback was way less hostile than last time when we advertised right. everything and right. the you know the website went. To so and. and Right. It's all good. That, and we kind of warned you guys that it would be a surprise drop. Um, and then the day before in the Facebook group, I did say uh, something big is going to happen tomorrow. You won't want to miss it. Uh, so there were a couple hints. But guys, like we, we, we thank you so much. They sold out so fast. And uh, yes, we are working on new figures. Um, we are working on ways to make them not as limited. But trust me, they're still going to be limited. Like, don't if you're expecting like out of a thousand, uh, uh-uh, uh, not gonna happen. We we can't be sitting on all these Doctor Death bone crunchers, bro. That's, that's right. just not that's good right. business for anybody. So, so yeah, that's our business model. Uh, that um, demand greater than supply. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's common sense. It's good business. So that's we're working on some more figures, and like I said, we're gonna work on you know getting more out there. But not more of the same, if that makes sense. So they'll be like, instead of just having three figures, maybe we'll have six or seven. And they'll all be limited, let's say 500 or 750 or 250. Maybe there'll be one of, you know, out of 100. Right. We got to think about that. Because at the end of the day, this is a collector show. And these figures are collectibles, ringside collectibles. Right. Um, But yeah. Whatever. That's just a little bit of an explanation behind all that. Right. And uh, the belts and the shirts, they're, listen, they're, and there's going to be 1,000 of those, 500 and 500. 1,000 belts, they each come with a different shirt. And those are dropping very, very soon. Those are in stock. Like Ringside has them, but we're waiting on a, a – we're trying to figure out another way to make this fair for everybody. Because 
Last time when we advertised that the orange and blue, you know how many like bots and fake people were on that site waiting and like salivating? Hmm. It, it was crazy. So it's going to have to be some sort of surprise drop in my opinion, but we don't know for sure. Can't wait. That's all I have to say about that. They're going to be great. I have some figures that need shirts. Oh, I mean, that's right. I'm, I, I am the only one that's seen that in person, right? And it was just so amazing. I can't wait to, yeah. to share it with the world is what I'll say about that. All right. The giveaway last week was two prizes. It was Braun Strowman, uh, the retro, courtesy of Ringside Collectibles. And it was the 20 by 20 pin of the Greg Valentine, Hockey Talk Man, Jimmy Hart in the pink Cadillac. Yeah. And the winner of the pin and Braun Strowman is at Breaks and Bros. You are the winner. Two prizes. Nice. Um, the, the giveaway this week is another big prize. It's from two different companies. Technically, you're getting four prizes if you're the giveaway winner this week. And all you got to do to win or be eligible to win is find this pin tweet. Give the old Matt Hardy retweet to be eligible. You will be winning the ringside exclusive stretcher. That was seen in my fantasy fig fed. And then also from hero collector Eagle Moss, you'll be winning Roddy Piper, Pete Dunn, and the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels two packs. So that's really what? That's really five prizes. Damn. Oh. It's a hell of a prize. Woo! Get it. So congrats in advance, whoever wins that. Awesome. Um speaking of uh Kaneki and Eagle Moss Hero Collector, he sent me he sent me one box that had those those figures. Then he sent me this giant box. And they make Ghostbuster stuff too. So he's been sending me like the Ghostbuster figures. Yep. And I was under the impression like they were making an Ecto-1. I'm like, oh yeah, I want the Ecto-1. I was not under the impression when I got a box of 15 parts. And he's like, oh, you build the Ecto-1. I'm like, build <laughs> Uh-oh, it? Oh, broski Bro, don't build. I don't build. Uh-uh. Broski don't build nothing. Uh-uh. We know I that. Said, 15 parts. How many are there? He goes... 130. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Get it, the F out of here. Is, is it subscription-based? Like how do Yeah, you, like subscription-based. Like this will go out. What do you get? Every day? You die to build the yeah, Every day Ecto-1. you You might die. Holy <laughs> That's And it's wild. a big Ecto-1. I don't know how to build like a model with like put on the tires and the, oh, well, the horn. We, we saw that. Raw back in the day. We know you don't know how to change a tire. That's right. Um, so that sounds oh, fun, I will to be, be honest. I will be giving away. Yeah, I, the, the, to me, that sounds like fun, yeah. Not me. So yeah, I, know. I will we be know, We know this. how you operate. Yeah, so Broski I have 15 has no parts. patience. He does not build. I have 15 yeah. parts. Somebody DM me if you truly want them. If not, <laughs> they're going to Duke the Dumpster Drossy. No, <laughs> dude. You are the worst. No. You are the worst. Oh um, also, Kaniki, he wanted to correct me that there is another wrestling Dennis Rodman figure. It's a Storm Collectibles Dennis Rodman. Have you is ever seen it? that? No. No. Yeah, like the big boy Storm Collectibles. Like the uh, the big boy. <sighs> like the Hogan? Is yeah. there like a big boy Hogan? Yeah, throw but, that in your Google but No it's, way. It, it's Dennis. Yeah. It's him as a wrestler, though? There's like a shirt where it's like a modified NWO mm. uh, Rodman shirt. That could be... Up for debate. Okay, look it up. Storm Collectibles Rodman. Just Googled. I'm watching. Storm Toys Dennis Rodman. Nah, it's him like in his underwear. Oh, it's got the... 
You see? That's definitely borderline, huh? It is, right? That's tough to... It's got like a fake NWO... Yeah, but it's pretty close to the, to the cool... Oh it's, oh, it's a total spoof of it. That's yeah. as close as you're going to get. Oh my God, they make him in the wedding outfit? It's wild. And this then is- I had a, an update about... Uh, remember I was talking about the um, San Francisco Toy Makers two up prototypes that I had? Uh-huh. I posted the picture again, and some guy's like, no, dude, th- this is just a, a bootlegger custom. This is... That Rodman is, is just the same as the bad as I want to be Rodman. So when you... Because I had been... And I'll talk about it in weekly purchases, whatever. I've been researching myself, and I had the same exact thought, and I always... I was going to text you, and I didn't want to start an argument, basically, but I was like, that's just the doll all painted up or something. Right. So um, this was supposed to be some sort of mock-up for a two-pack. Uh, and yes, it's a, it's a hand-painted uh, bad as I want to be Rodman, uh, like Barbie dolls type thing. But then the Hogan is like a resin one of one figure that they created. I think the, the smoke and gun is that the Hogan is like, what could that be? And then the, the packaging itself, oh, you can't it's, really re- recreate that. I mean, it would take a lot of work. Oh, yeah. It's total. This is a total mock-up job. This is not, yeah. I'm not saying this is like was in a store. This is like presented to somebody or a company or maybe it was presented to KB. I don't know. But then obviously they went down with the scaled down version, which I prefer a lot better. Because they're more in scale with the figures at that time. Like that Rodman was in my WrestleMania with my bone crunchers. <laughs> but very, very fascinating stuff. I love getting down that rabbit hole of uh, searching for figures. Love it. Uh, so I've been super pumped. Have you? I mean, I don't think you two do it like I do. But like obviously I clock ECW stuff and figures. ECW figures after 20 years have finally spiked in value like significantly. Like. Mm wild especially new jack which i don't want to take credit for i feel like that's a little delusional but i think uh a combination of us always talking about it the youtube thing we put out and especially what really did it i think is the dark side of the ring uh Mm -hmm. really like spiked his popularity i just put in ecw original san francisco toy makers which is osftm if you want to search them uh okay Min on card RVD, 30 bucks. Um, here we go. New Jack Series 2, which has been a legit $10 or less figure for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, $85 shipped. Sandman, Mint on card, 50 bucks shipped. That's actually a steal. Just Incredible, Mint on card, 25 shipped. Uh, another New Jack, uh, 70 shipped. Rhino, 40 shipped. Another RVD, th- uh, 30 shipped. Um, I mean, this is like unprecedented for these figures so it's kind of crazy uh the the blue shirted new jack a hundred whoa bubba and devon series two which were crazy common easy to come by uh hundred dollars both of them in the card sabu uh bash of the brawlers 70 bucks like crazy stuff now i got a question for you brian yes like you obviously you collect these in package and loose um fig heel our good friend he posted this today he puts all the stickers in top loaders. One more time. Oh, uh, I have them in like a little baseball card thing. Like a book? Like a lo- like you know, like a little. Oh, but what about like a, what about top loaders though? I mean, I don't think it's necessary. 
It looks They're just cool. sitting in there. I'm not touching them on a regular basis or trading them or looking at them. They're just in a little. You know, I have the stickers and the trading card set from the two uh, series, and I actually even have all the tattoos. Like a I was just gonna say, what did you do with the tattoos? Yeah, those horrible, no sense, dumb, bad drawing tattoos. I have even separated just because I'm a psycho. All right, um, Brett McGrath, uh, Patreon member, he said that on the August 11th, 1986 episode of Primetime Wrestling. Hercules Hernandez is clear as day wearing his LJN outfit. Mm, I saw that. that. Um, I that was very cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we've been t- we talk about it from time to time. And that's the first time we got like good a good proof of it. So yeah, we had seen it. Uh, there's like some studio shots. I think WrestleMania two also. Um, but this was like a clear as day. We saw how all the detail, all the detail. So uh, very sorry, cool. I'm still ECW. Oh. Lot lot of 19 loose guys. Uh, three seventy. Wow. wow. Yeah, I mean it's finally happened here. Oh my god, I would never. <laughs> Isn't that That's crazy? Wild. So I love, for me, I, lo- like, I, I love have, it. I just have one of each guy, um, in my collection. I do have two new jacks because I have like the series two, but then you convinced me that the other ones like way that, better. That thrills on new jack has unreal spiked, unreal spiked, and that's that's the number one one that people are buying. Yeah, even when I bought it. Uh, maybe a year or so ago is pretty pricey, like yeah. just under a hundred bucks. I want to say. Really? Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's pretty wild to see. Well, people are still watching that original ECW video that we did. We went through every single. Well, you you guys went through every single figure, talked about them. Uh, that was a while ago now, but people still watch that, still comment on it now. So you're just making I mean, people itchy every day. I, obviously, I'm biased, but I do think they're one of the most like criminally underrated. Wrestling figure lines of all time. 100%. They're yeah. all unique. Yeah. Every yeah. single one. That's, That's cool. cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So we were talking about that referee that you've been using in your uh, <laughs> I'm up fed. I have an update on that too, but uh, I'll save it for weekly purchases. Okay. Well, uh, John Cohn, referee John Cohn said that also Mike Kiyota <laughs> used to wear a yeah. armband on his wrist, but this is clearly not a Mike Kiyota. Um, to me, no, but, uh, he was right. Um, uh, and Mike Kyoto also has a shirt on pro wrestling tees.com. Um, and Saw of that. course we all do as well. Uh, pro wrestling tees.com uh, slash Matt Cardona. You guys can say yours. It's my Mark. Same sl- slash Brian Myers. Oh, also uh, brand new off the hop rope shirt, uh, store this ooh. week, last week. Pro wrestling tees.com slash off the hop rope. That's a new store. Yeah. You never had one before? No, I, I sold the Off the Hop Rope shirts on my Smart Mark Sterling thing. Oh, freaking Top Shelf Troy and Nick Stapp were like, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would PayPal them every once in a while. So. <laughs> um, uh. so somebody emailed us on the pod. Uh, of course, Brian didn't read it. But it was this long message. Like, you would have thought this guy found orange car diesel or something. <laughs> right? Oh, oh baby. But no, he found a bone-crunching action ringside collection Vince McMahon with, like, gray hair. And I tried to explain it to this guy, and I was like, dude, this is common. This is not rare at all. They made this, you know. Was this a, it, it was like an obvious running change. Where I would say there's, it's 50-50. Same with Warzone and War Tony, you know. I do think Warzone is... Less plentiful than War Tony, but like by a little, not like not right. like 
Someone was asking me, actually, Shining Wizards, Kevin was asking me about uh, No New Snoojack, and I was like, if it was like that, there wouldn't be such a mystery. But we've only uncovered like less than, I think, seven, six or seven of these in the whole the right. year and a half we've been talking about this. So it, it, it wasn't a 50-50 thing where they were like plentiful. Right. So I, I don't want to speak for this person, but he basically said, then why can't I find any on eBay? Like making it seem like I'm incorrect. I said, dude. <laughs> If you really want to put it on eBay and see how much it goes for, be my guess. Min on card, less than 30 bucks. Dude, okay. I bought one this week, a Series 2 that I needed. And I, don't, I think we talked about this before. I don't even really need it. Did, and to be honest, I don't know if it has the gray or the black because it, it doesn't thought, matter to me. I thought Series 1 had the variants. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's like the Series 1. Yeah, so Series 2 is only black. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, what do you think the price was for this Vince McMahon? Min on card or what are we talking? Min on card. Uh, fifteen bucks. Fifteen ninety six. <laughs> shipped, ski? Sh- shipped, shipped, right? Shipped, shipped. Man, sometimes, just- sometimes I buy these vintage figures like that are whatever, just sentimental to us because we're marks and fans of them and we grew up with them, and the guy will send it like in a you know flat rate medium box. And I'm like, you lost money. I know, just bro, sending I know. this to me it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Now for <laughs> giggles, I'm, I'm looking up uh, Jack's Vince McMahon sold listings for the highest price. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, some Titan Tron sold for like okay, fifty four bucks for the whole Titan Tron. Um, oh, the that's, Vince I mean, that's in my fig fed. Oh, but it's the one of a hundred with the belt. Uh, <laughs> one of five hundred. I'm sorry, sold for thirty four dollars. Oh wow. Oh, a series one. Oh wow! Here we go. A series one Vince Ringside Collection, forty bucks. And I'm looking at this picture: jet black hair. Hmm. Forty I, bucks. That's that's shocking to me. That's like slipped through the cracks. Slipped through the cracks. Let's see another. There's another Vince. Well, if you Wait. need that, and it's only one on eBay, it's well, time. It's timing. A lot's timing. Yes. I I would say. Oh, here's oh here's another one. Series one Vince. Five bucks. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's all it's all timing. It's You're right. ti- a lot is timing. Um, and speaking of timing, guys, this is I don't know if this has ever happened before while we've been recording. That something that I'm watching is there's a countdown for it right now on eBay. Yep, I'm watching With it right four now. Four minutes. I have it tw- literally next to me on my iPad watching four it. Four minutes and twenty five seconds. It's all think, here, and we all have it. Uh, a certain Mister Postel informed a certain Mister Myers and Rattel about this. Was a certain Mr. Cardona doing some real shady stuff with this auction? I think he was. <laughs> Judging by that goofy smile, I think you've been caught. Uh, I was going to try to win it and, you know, give it away in the, the group. Oh, but shut it just, up. But it just went for... What a, the wheels of his head are just spinning to make this bullshit story up. But Holy. it just went too high. just went too high. But God, I'm very excited to see how much this goes for. Um, uh, I'm not. It's at four ninety three right now. No, it just went to five twenty one. Get the oh hell out of here! Oh my god! Yeah. So listen to this. So my cousin John Gravina, he has this, and he he gave it. He sold it to Iman for like four fifty. Just I now, said, John. The le- the eBay. It the most important minutes of the last two minutes. There's like twelve hours to go. We're uh, two two minutes forty five seconds here on my countdown. Oh my! Are we gonna God. are we gonna sit and talk about this for a second? Okay, so what is it? Uh, what is it? Yeah, explain. It's a Zack Ryder lawn garden gnome. This is out of the package. 
Um, I do own two. One is in my possession, still in the box. And the other is at my parents' house, still in the box. I had a Lucy one. And, this... and during the Chi, True Long Island story, Chiapetta brought it to his school to show somebody, and he dropped it, and it shattered. <laughs> uh, my other question, this was what, available like Christmas 2011 or something on shop? Around that time, yeah. Uh, there's, oh, my God, there's two minutes left here. It's at 521. 47 bids. So how did this become like so wanted? It, I, think I think that Iman and Johnny Cisco I have just mentioned about it all the so time much. on the pod. Um, in the podcast Facebook group. Um, yeah, and like I think we kind of touched on it before that you know items, a seasonal item like this, I don't think they really make that many. They're not going to tell you like limited to 300. That's not how like WWE right, right. shop yeah. usually works, but it's probably in that range you know mm-hmm. or Dude, pretty I'm low at this right now 47 bids one minute and 24 seconds left now yeah, is there somebody... a possibility that like these were maybe even made to order so like the only no, ones no, 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 no. that exist w- no. for whatever reason WB does not do that which is like an archaic uh form of doing you know I business, could see but, anywhere between one and five hundred of these being. That's made. what I, I think. Way I, off. I, I think you're right, and uh, I'm going to lean towards the less. I mean, it's not. I know do you think this is like a cherished item in people's homes, and every Christmas it comes out, and it's like, like there's no way. It's not, Sorry, it's not a Christmas ornament. It's yeah. not Santa Claus. It's a it's garden. A garden gnome. Gnome. It's supposed to be in your garden. It looks like Santa. No, it's a garden gnome. Yeah. So it wasn't Brian, like you don't know what a garden gnome is. I do, but it, this looks like, like Santa. That's no, this looks like, like gnomes Santa. look like gnome. Santa. That's what a gnome All is. Garden gnomes do not look like Santa. Sure, beards yeah, and the hat. <laughs> this has like spiked hair. Like take care, of spike your hair. We're down to twenty three <laughs> seconds here. Twenty three oh seconds. Uh, Broski garden gnome on eBay currently at loose. He's saying it's loose. It's not even it's in the loose. box. Five twenty one could be cracked. Who knows? It's sold. No, I'm saying ten seconds. Oh my god! I wanted to jump so bad. Six, six, ten, six, no ten. Way. No way. <laughs> Two seconds. No way. <laughs> six ten. Oh my god! It's over. It's over. But six ten. Wow. Holy sh! <laughs> Who? What? Sick. Sick. Forty-eight bids. What demented individual! Oh my god! Cut to shot of Johnny Cisco in his living room, just cheering. <laughs> Oh my God! It's probably one of those ones Six, that you're ten happy you want it, but also sad that you want it because you have oh, to pay that. Oh, there's a shot. It's a forever collectibles. That's kind of cool, actually. I mean, that's like high end stuff. 2011 WWE All Rights Reserve, made in China. That is wild. <laughs> Holy cow! Well, congratulations to whoever won that. Yeah, there's a. Go, uh, look, while you're on eBay, look up straight jackets because you're going to need one of those. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> After doing something like that. Hey, we do not we do not uh, judge anybody's collections, okay? Oh, no. I, unless, it's, unless it's Sam Roberts. But yes, I'm whatever. If that floats your boat, go for it. But um, you... Speaking of Johnny Cisco, who may or may not have won this um, <laughs> Garden Gnome, did you know that he used to be a wrestling manager? No. no. I didn't know that. And that he managed a man that we know disturbed Damien Dragon. Really? I need to find some video or photos of this. I'm down. So if anybody has that, I'd like to uh, like to find out. Wow. 
Um, also, last week on the pod, I talked about how I got the Backlash test figure, and I wasn't quite sure because nobody on the internet knew and the pictures aren't clear enough if it's the same or not as the other Backlash test. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm very glad that I bought it because it's different. Um, literally, the pictures I took and posted on our Instagram, you can't even see the difference. That's how minimal the difference oh, is. Oh, God. This is going to be something I wouldn't count, but you would. No, you would count this for sure. One pant is like jet black, and the other pant is like a black silver glitter. Okay, like a, a metallic, metallic yep, Like you would hundred percent count it. Okay, sure. So, but even like uh, Vintage Jacks BCA wasn't sure because <laughs> you need it in hand because photos aren't photos aren't always going to pick that up. No, yeah, especially those old ass photos. That's true. And like and the and the the, the mint on card photos, you know, there's the bubble covering it. Yeah, and the difference is so small. <laughs> So are you are you complete in your backlash collection? I'm complete in my bone crushing collection. Oh my wow. god! Did you ever think at thir- almost 35 years old you complete a KB <laughs> backlash bone cruncher collection? When those were coming out, I didn't buy them because that's so what I'm, exactly that's what I'm saying is that man somebody in the Patreon was talking about Maximum Sweats or just bought one. I went down this rabbit hole of like, oh no! I was like, am I gonna get one of every Maximum Sweat guy at least just like character? And I almost did it, and I just I was like, Ugh. and I like. Put my phone down and walked away. Like Dude, they're so cool. Like they, the Draz has the hat. I literally wrote on the post, like it's bizarre how much charm these have with age. You know, mm. when I was a kid, I wasn't gonna. They I, they were there and I bought them from time to time, but I didn't like play with them or care about them. And now I'm like, damn, these are kind of cool. I really like represent- the weird figures. Weird figures because cool. it's so it's so over the top that it's like artistic and like kind of cool. Maybe I'll still do it. I don't, I don't know, think you I need like, all of them. No, one I, I actually have the Gangrel on my uh, friends and family miscellaneous shelf, kind of. I knew that, yeah. Yeah. I have, a, I b- believe, I have Edge, Mankind, Kane, and Taker on my miscellaneous shelf. The, not, not Taker, Austin. The, sorry, Austin. the Edge is uh, the one that looks like Steven Tyler, or Michael Jackson, one or the other. Yeah, oh no, that's the Steven Tyler. The other one's Michael Jackson. Yeah. Pretty rough. Uh, y'all don't like Edge. Y'all don't like. I, I got to count. Tell us I gotta, about this. <laughs> The uh, the kid wrote me and explained it, so I was so confused. I got a cameo. You thought request. it was me. I got a cameo request today. I assumed it was Broski just ribbing because it would just be a Broski thing to do. And it said, "Can you do your Teddy?" I thought it said, "Can you do your uh, Teddy Long Y'all Don't Like Edge impression you do on the pod in a Teddy Hart accent?" I was like, "What a weird request!" <laughs> I was like, "This has to be Broski or Jay Silva or somebody messing around." And then uh, I. I like wrote back and said, "Hey, like I, I don't really do a, a great Teddy Hart, but uh, you know." And I did the Teddy Long thing for him. I said, "You know, thanks for your support." And then the guy got it and wrote me, uh, maybe on Facebook or whatever. And he said uh, he meant to write Ted, do a Teddy Long impersonation, oh. doing not Teddy Hart. He's like, I have no idea why I wrote that. <laughs> like complete brain fart. I was like, I was, I, I get it now, but you can understand why I was so confused. Yes, that's very weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, a follow up from last week, we were talking about that Taka that Marty the villain got. Yeah, I've, a lot of people have been messaging me about this. A lot. So Tugboat guy hit me up, and he he posted pictures of the front and back. Said, "Heard you guys talking about this one. I got it probably around 06, 07. Don't really know much about it since the whole package is in Japanese. It came out after 02, based on the back of the box, but that's all I could make out. Looks like the company name is King of Toy. Yeah." And we don't. We still think it was like very limited, but we don't know, right? So, 
Um, also, um, Steel Cage Customs, Matt Serra, he hit me up. We were talking about that Argentina Jaska four pack. And yes. you said it was like a bootleg. And I said it's probably not a bootleg. He found on eBay that Jaska is like almost like a fun school. They make on card, single card Hasbros in the early days. Weird. So it's official. I mean, we've, we've, we already did our research to prove that it's some kind of. You need one now, is what I really think. 100%. Need yeah. One. For sure. Um, Kyle Peterson, he, he's a big major mark. He just did the history of this YouTube video, the history of all like the starting lineup Jordan figs. I saw someone post that. I don't know if it was him or somebody, but I knew there would be a lot. A lot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I almost, watching uh, Last Dance, I almost bought the 92 Dream Team set. It's one big. I almost did too. It's one big gift set. I remember yeah. I never had it as a kid, but my friend Jake Rubin's brother had it. And I remember always going over and playing with it. I think it was so cool. Almost did it. It's very, still very affordable. Very cool. Very I was going to like, I was going to put them in my gym, but I kind of, I thought otherwise. Um, okay. Back to our fantasy fig fed. You kind of cheated using that AJ styles, but whatever. I'll digress. I roll emoji. Uh, I mean, I don't have enough time to talk about how many, how many ways you've cheated, but keep okay, going. But listen to this. Um, Sean and G on Instagram, KWK underscore Sean. He posted pictures of what was going to be a ruthless aggression TNA AJ, which would have fit that era a little better. Like um, short hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have if 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 that figure was real and I could have drafted. That's the one I would have drafted for sure. A two thousand nine AJ, like when those figures came out. Um, I I guess that they only had that one set of uh, TNA ruthless style guys, and they're only at like Walgreens or Rite no, Aid because there's the Legends set. Okay, that's different though. I'm talking about the the modern day TNA guys. They had the one set of six Abyss. But, What's so weird? I said this to you. You didn't respond. There's like a Legend Series 2, and it's like a Jeff Hardy with like covered in paint and stuff like that. Isn't that in Series 1? I think it's Series 2. Mm, I thought Series 2 was all canceled. Like Steiner and Cornette. Then I don't know. Well, it's, it's like on the back of the box. There's nobody on the back of his box. Then did it come to just ringside maybe at the end there? I don't, I don't remember. Know. I'm not quite sure. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, I know what you're talking about, white pants and the paint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys have anything else? Uh, I got good. some real housekeeping stuff oh. to, to mention. Oh, I, two more I, things, but you guys go. I was going to mention a couple. You guys were asking, a couple people were asking. I don't, <laughs> my wife and I were like organizing one day last week, and I had a extra bin from getting rid of baby clothes, and I was like, ah. I went down to my room, and I put all my Mets stuff in that one case in it just for in storage so yeah. now like the idea is that my room basically the wall that the tv wall is now completely vintage pro wrestling yeah and then the littler wrestling wall is all modern day like our colleagues and stuff like that and then the wall behind me where i sit is all met so it's kind of all uniform so it really helped with my ocd and I, I started to do it and then i just like didn't realize what an undertaking like i took on like i i lost a day and a half of my life, like where like every free moment I had, I had to go in there and like arrange and move figure. It was just so, so crazy. I'm so I glad your I wife did it. say, I'm glad to have you back in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did say that. I, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm glad I did it cause I love the way it turned out. I have a lot, um, a lot, a lot more real estate now for more things and, uh, possibilities. And it just looks like cleaner and uniform, but Oh my God. 
A lot of work, man. Posing Are you going to put that and... Mets stuff, like you had like a whole shelf of Piazza stuff. Are you going to put that in the garage? I don't know. I got to figure that out. Like, couldn't know. you just get like a nice, uh, whatever, Cabricor or Fabricor or something for the garage? Fra- fra- <laughs> okay, another thing. A lot of people, uh, I, I have Aditolf and then I have all these other shelves that are Ikea. Yeah. I bel- Let's get this exactly right. I don't want to mess this up. I believe it's called a fabric core. People ask me like crazy. The reason I got those is because when we uh, bought this house and we're moving in, my, my wife was already pregnant and I knew I was going to have a kid. So I just didn't want, uh, you could buy locks for Detolfs and stuff. Like, right. I don't think they're Detolf brand, right? But there's a way to buy locks for it, correct? Yeah. Sure. Um, I just knew, I just, I had the foresight to know I didn't want my child to be able to like open up into my rare, you know, and walk in the room and they're playing with my green card Hasbro's or something. And I have a heart attack. Yep. So I wanted these that had, when I went to look at, look at them at, I wanted the ones with the locks and these yes. things have a key and a lock and I just feel a lot better about it. And it is, it's fab brick core from Ikea. So if you yep. want to look it up and they make two sizes they make like a short fat one and then a tall long one i actually have a couple of both so right. I, I love them and i just lo- i just love the security if you don't have an issue like that then you know uh detolf it up but um hell yeah, hell yeah. man uh, i i like knowing that like and she does go in there and she admires things and looks at them but she can't get to them so i feel a little better about that right better be safe than sorry right exactly um so Real quick, I wanted to go over the cards. The the pay we talked about Patreon before, but the uh, the Patreon cards uh, we kind of loosely said that that swag was going to be next month, but we made a decision off air. A hundred percent swaggles next month. The picture is the famous swaggle with the belt while he's naked. We photoshopped the belt into the major wrestling figure <laughs> podcast belt, I love and it. the big it's news true, true work of art is what that's yes. called. Right. The big news is that we've decided to do the same thing that we did last month. 100 of the cards will be numbered and signed by Swaggle himself. Signed I'm- in real life doo-doo and chocolate from his finger. No, we decided we will use a brown Sharpie. Yes. They're on their way to him right now. He's going to sign them. I will number them. So 100 uh, Hard Foundation members will get uh, their chance at uh, a Swaggle card. Also, Can we say what yours went for? Yeah, I was so just going to say that. <laughs> The smart marks. That's up there card. with that's up there with the garden gnome. Yes, that, that person needs to be checked out. Uh, yeah, so one of one hundred smart mark sterling card. I think it was number sixty three. Sold for one hundred two dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> Guys, do you realize Mark would have went to your house and wrestled you <laughs> for one hundred dollars and sixty three cents? But it's he like it cut didn't a promo it and me. he would have cut a pre match promo and put you over for that price. I showed that to my mom, uh, and you know she was like kind of confused and i'm like you know, got to understand it doesn't matter that it's me it could have been a pile of poop on this card but it was, was she, numbered was she confused why I signed the cards and not her father oh, man. <laughs> that's another thing and i've been defending you all week to everyone because they're like is that really mark's autograph what in the hell and i'm like you don't understand he showed us like six other versions and they were way worse we picked the best one that was the workshop one Oh my I'm God. glad you sent me the the 45 and the 23. So I have yeah. two versions. Yeah. Um, the cards are awesome. It's such a great thing, and it's a slow build. You yeah. know, there's a lot of things we do, a lot of things we sell, and it kind of overwhelms people. In fact, it overwhelms me. Like we just got the the Star Wars hats uh, in the mail. Brian doesn't even want one. He's so overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. I guys. I mean, I don't know how much. Dude, I, I-, I sent you two because. I, 
It's you fair. You are so mad. I sent you two because I don't want to like have these other two. That's why we each got our two. So it's fair. Yeah. Um, Broski just started wearing hats when the first major pod hat came out. I have hats. Like I have so many Mets hats. I have so many ECW hats. I have so many Creator Pro hats. And now I have so many major pod hats. I have one head. Okay. Right. There's it, only seven days in a week. This, I was explaining this to you off air. <laughs> I collect one of each podcast item, but for some reason I don't count the shirts. Like because you can always go on pros and to get the shirts. It's not right. Go it's anywhere. not limited at all. But, but the hats. Well, some shirts have been limited, but oh, the, okay. The shirts that are limited, I get. Yeah. Yes. But the hats are limited. There are some on pro wrestling tees, but there are some that have been limited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's why I feel like he should have them. Brian said that he sold the Bulls hat that he doesn't I have one. I can't believe that. I don't know. I just won't. I just, doesn't matter to me. Well, guys, we're working on Stop in Paradise hats, Stop in Paradise um, pop sockets, the Summer Stomp 2, the print, um, the Stang bats. It's going to be a lot of merch, guys. But here's the thing. <laughs> Stang bats really uh, got me by surprise. Well, here's the thing, guys. You don't have to buy it all. Yeah, that's true. Pick and choose have or we, buy none. Has anyone seen Stang since this whole uh He's in our pandemic. chat and he, he comments a few times. So, yes, he's still kicking. He, he is alive. Okay. Yes, he's still working. Yeah. Um, um, speaking of uh, Facebook, I don't even know if we were speaking of it, but it's Facebook. I just want to say, guys, when you apply to be in the Facebook group, <laughs> do not use your Patreon password. I can't tell you how many people have you when it says ask for a password to get in the Patre- Patreon Facebook group, they put their actual password, like their uh, real life password. Yeah, I can't judge. I probably I don't know. What I could hack into their stuff. Don't do that. <laughs> and, um, anyway, I can't pass judgment on messing stuff up like that. Anything else, guys? I have two huge things. Um, um, yes, real I'm quick. Good. The I saw the. The head sculpt of my crowdfunded Mattel head, and it was awesome. Very excited I saw about it too. It looks that. very cool. Um, Someone, who, whoever's going to be able to paint those is going to have a lot of business. Dave Willer uh, said, said that he, he would it. paint me a head. Yeah, so I'm wow. looking forward oh, yeah. to that. Um, and then, like I say, every week, sign up to Independent Wrestling TV. Use code SILVERBALLS uh, to sign up for free. They're, they're playing the uh, Uncharted Territory from Beyond every night in May, and I just debuted. So they're replaying all 31 episodes of that television show, and last night I just debuted. Uh, so I'll be on the show a lot more uh, going forward. Uh, use code SILVERBALLS. Beyond Wrestling suggested last night on Twitter, maybe it should be whatever it takes, my uh, wrestling stable versus Hawkins Ryder and the meat man, John Silver. How did, how did Silver get? Well, because he's like huge with us. He, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Hawkins. That we already put it out there on Twitter. Only working limited dates as a team. So uh, whatever it takes is not on your man. dream list. I'm sorry, it's not. <laughs> uh, but you know who is? American males. American. American males accepted American the American males. males shoot accepted the challenge on Twitter. That's right. I'm pretty excited. Okay, um, kill, kill us with your big ones. Oh, sorry. Real quick, I do want to say something. MyersMerch.com officially been launched this week. Thank you, Johnny Clash. Um, basically, fans have been just reaching out about all kinds of stuff, but mainly a lot of 8x10 autograph requests, and it was it was hard to uh, keep up with. So I just put it, all my inventory, which is pretty limited, is up there to buy. Obviously, eventually, MyersMerch.com will be a hub for you know my schedule and things like that and whatever. So check it out. 
Yeah, just remind me, very similar, uh, mattcardona.com. It's, I don't think it's up yet, but for now, mattcardona.bigcartel.com, some 8x10, some gear, some random things that I was putting in the Facebook group. Uh, now it's up there for everybody to get it. Um, check that out. But then the, the news that I have, we've talked about before, May 29th, Friday at 6 p.m., the history of the Hasbro figures video um it's gonna it's gonna be our plus it's gonna be all three of us with our lot. own hasbros easily our plus getting into it we're not gonna get into the uh the nitty-gritty just the main sets maybe the ring history of hasbros a lot of special surprises i think it's gonna be a really cool thing uh episode for youtube um it's it's appointment television guys watch along with us we're gonna be watching broski i've decided i'm gonna send you some good beers for it make sure that you have something in your hand Oh, thanks. Brian, if you were drinking, I'd send you something. But Still uh, going strong here, boys. It's crazy. Okay. I just... Uh, I, I can't wait to have a sip of a White Claw and just go streaking in the quad. <laughs> but, uh, the, the, I was never a big White Claw drinker. The best. I am a White Claw killer after this quarantine. Oh, the amount of White Claws that I've drank. <laughs> I like White Actually, I, I don't even... Uh, I like all hard seltzers. Like I don't, they're all the same to me, you know. Truly, truly. I like White the bud, Claw, the Bud, the Bud, ma- yeah. Budweiser one I had before this fast started. Um, there's a ton. I started a new diet today, so let's. Oh, okay, let's enlighten us. Let's hear it. Uh, let's just see how long it lasts. You know? <laughs> corn. If it's, steak. if it's still going next week, you got to tell us about it. Okay, I will. Broski eats steak and corn on the cob every single day. Uh, steak and figs, baby. <laughs> Uh, the corn is not in the diet, so I need to ask my dietitian if I could just keep it for you know, for flavor, because it's really no nutritional value. Corn it just comes out the way it came in. So, right, did, so I did, wonder if I did it do anything? Diet. Yeah, no. All right, so the big news. Get ready to rumble, because <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing? You Wait, I don't know. It's just funny. Is that well, our- I'm looking at the poster to the upcoming video game. That we are announcing officially, we are involved with Retro Mania Wrestling. That's right, the official sequel to WrestleFest. Everybody remembers remembers WrestleFest, that good old arcade from the early '90s, one of my favorites, timeless. But now it's back, the official sequel, Retro Mania, and Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. We are in. We're in there with with Colt Cabana, Tommy Dreamer. Um, Johnny Retro, LOD, the BWO. Uh, I'm very, very excited to be in this. Uh, I love that game. And uh, really, just to see my character in this game. Spoiler uh, alert, cool. I, t- I, I turn on you and I join the BWO. So. <laughs> Sorry. But guys, the, the game is coming out in a few months. Um, RetromaniaWrestling.com. Um, you know, we'll, we'll tweet about it, post about it, but we're very excited. This is a... Uh, you know, the first like kind of big thing we we were doing being involved with since leaving WWE. So this is the official announcement. So if you go to our social media uh, today, you'll see you know pictures of us in the game. And uh, like I said, I'm just pumped to be involved in this. This fits like our our shtick, our gimmick. You know, nostalgia, wrestling figures, retro mania. Sure, yeah. To me, it's all the same thing. So nice, th- nice you were fit. perfect fit. Yeah, for sure. So I guess it was figure fate that we got fired to be in this game. <laughs> I think the I think the last time I played a video game was when the first one was out. So this is all right. this is great. Perfect. So yeah. this will be coming out for PC, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four, Xbox One. Uh, that means I'm gonna have to buy one of those to play it, but I'll make it work. <laughs> so I'm very very excited about that. 
Oh, uh, Desperado, John Gravina just texted me. Well, you were right. No, <laughs> I can't believe he sold that. I thought that would be something he would never sell. Because it was up today at 9.08 a.m. He texted me, Jesus. So the eBay gnome is at 4.93. I posted I'd sell mine for 4.50, and Iman messaged me immediately. <laughs> wow. And I said, total rookie move, John. There's 12 hours left. Last five minutes where the action happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate, God. I hate to say it. Don't you so? <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, John. eBay virgin over here. Right. Oh, f- uh. If he didn't have a kid, I know he's a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. Let's go to weekly purchases, shall we? Yes. Some might cost a little. Some might cost a lot. But I'm a thousand dollar broski. And your figures will be bought. <laughs> All right, weekly purchases. Big weeks, guys? Um. Eh. I had not anything like super cool, but I got a bunch of stuff. So I got a bunch of stuff. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, I got fired. There's a pandemic going on here. Probably should slow down the purchases. No, but I'm a full blown addict to collecting and it has not slowed. <laughs> at all. Well, I made all that room with the rearrange. So I kind of went nuts. Uh, so the big stuff is coming next week, but this week I just got a bunch of random stuff. Um, first and foremost, there's been some additions to my roster. My Fig Fed Fantasy roster, thanks to Iman Mulligan, names impossible to say, never going to say it correctly, I have some local competitors now. Oh, that yeah, was awesome. The, this is total cheap this cheating. This is genius move uh, by Iman to send this my way. Uh, during last week's, or last month's fin- Fig Fantasy Fed, uh, I said Jesse and Festus debuted against locals, and you had locals, locals. That's impossible. Blah blah. I said no, there was locals, and you said who? Now I have an answer to that because FTC Figures Toyco actually makes a they call it a build a wrestler uh, figure kit, deluxe special edition. Forty dollars shipped. Uh, you're guaranteed three bodies and all these parts. This was a pile of flaming hot garbage. They're so <laughs> bad that they're almost good. Like that's how bad they are. But bad in what way? Like they look bad, or they don't oh, go together good, or what? There's accessories you don't need, like probably some like helmet. Right? Comes with all this random weird stuff. Those crappy like this is all Jack's products or their molding. I, so that whole theory. FTC says they're not jacks. So I don't know. I mean, they, everything, the vest, the knee pads, the accessories, um, the, the color schemes are just so dumb and all everybody. The heads are all way too big for the bodies. It's not that great looking. Uh, I opted to just put the luchador hoods on everybody. And I just tossed all the, the other ones are just so one looks like Chris masters. It's all the same. He- <laughs> it's all the same head, but it's like, uh, white guy, black guy, and like five o'clock shadows that's across their faces. So like that's it. It's like real waste. Um, so I just put the the luchador hoods on them. Uh, Creative move. I mean, you're cheating as it is, so you might as well continue to cheat. Oh, so come on. Do you not- honestly care that he has local competitors? <laughs> 
I do. I do care that. And I bet Broski buys this. Jacks with his aggression only. I bet Broski buys these to have local competitors. I will not. That's my prediction. All right, my other big gripe with them, which I thought was very odd, two of the three guys have Jacks UFC gloves, not the Taker gloves. Which one? I don't need gloves on generic wrestlers. It's bizarre. But two. The UFC ones are like way smaller. That's how I knew right away. I was like, what the hell is this? But they're little, the UFC Jacks mold. Huh. Ah, so it's friggin' bizarre. Uh, but that, I basically got that to, you know, prove you wrong. And I'm glad okay. I did. Um, I finally got in the mail from Zombie the Live 5 pins and the Heath pin. Um, oh, yeah, baby. Same The here. best pins we've ever done. So the, the, sure. Heath, the, Heath really pin, the Heath pin is just exceptional. What about the cards for all these? Like, Zombie keeps stepping up the card game. These like every like card, full. every every quality of the card goes up, 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 like, up, 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 up. <laughs> What's it gonna be next time? A f-ing brick? I don't understand. It's great. I like it's great. that though. I like like the lanyard, the Live Five lanyard, the badge. Like yeah. that's the real deal, man. Like that thing is indestructible. It's cool. Right. So uh, we got a lot more pins coming summertime. But I want to thank Zombie. This guy, he goes. Above and beyond. Make sure you check out the interview with him. Um, very good interview. Comes across really, really cool. Tells some cool stories. You guys really uh, talked business. We talked a little business. Yeah. I thought it was a great interview, Mark. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, it was very interesting. If, you, if you're if you into like the toy business, we, we kind of went, you guys went more in depth in that uh, arena than we ever have. And that's, that's available for everybody, not a Patreon exclusive. It's just on the main feed. So... Uh, Check that out. I'm also working on a couple other main feed interviews uh, from other guys in the industry to get. Um, Mark, you got something? Go ahead. We can go take turns here. I randomly, I, I have, I got a basic uh, million dollar man uh, figure because I am in the very early stages of making, uh, of trying to fill out my NWO shelf. Okay. I, I got some ideas. Okay. Oh, so you're gonna make you do customs. I'm gonna make a Ted DiBiase. I have I have some ideas. I'll show you the pictures later. But that came in this week. None of the so other you pieces. Would, you would need a like a generic suit, but right because he didn't wear anything like that. He he kind of just wore like jeans and a blazer, right? Yes. So yeah. what I, what I think is gonna work the best is I'm I got a a Ric Flair. He, the old man Ric Flair came out with the suit with the shirt underneath. It's not. Yeah. A, yeah. Whatever. Uh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna put an NWO shirt underneath the suit because he would wear the blazer with the NWO T. Okay. So, so I'm gonna uh, pop one of those this. in there with the million dollar a, man. A soft goods NWO shirt. Well, yeah, we'll see what fits. Uh, but half of it in the front. I don't know. Then you're, then, then you're talking about cracking uh, mold torsos and stuff. That's very difficult. Right. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But okay. like that's one thing that I got. Um. So another announcement about the fantasy fig fed guys. Earl Hebner is going to be very, one tired man because he's reffing. What I did? He's reffing all these matches now. <laughs> that's that's what my Earl Hebner. We have the same Earl Hebner. Well, this is. I mean, it wasn't a draft pick, so that's fine. That's fine. Open. He's open. Uh, last week, I said my intentions were to put this FTC talking head onto that Earl Ringside Collectibles exclusive right RA body, and I have a Brian Hebner, and that would have been my ref, and you had Earl. Uh, when I got these in person, I think the talking ref was a little seasick because <laughs> his 
And, and Earl, he's been at the beach. He must have fell asleep out there. Earl looks great, right? Because Earl is tan as hell, and the other one is is so pasty white. Like there was no way it would have looked so bad. I didn't <laughs> right. even bother doing it. Like you could just have them both in your hand and go, "This is never gonna work." Now, so, did you throw or did you donate that other ref to Duke the Dumpsadrosi yet? I did not. He went. In, uh, it's so bad. He went. He went to a very uh, a Patreon for a very affordable price, uh, okay. but he's gone. I don't want to ever see him again. Um, speaking of referees, I just happen to have this because I'm going to open it for Let Him Breathe. I got two referees. I got Trish Stratus as a referee and Shawn Michaels as a referee. What are you Adrenaline doing with that? Series 20. What are you doing with that? Um, it comes with the woman's title. Oh, you just... Wait, you, so you bought a two-pack just to get a belt? Um, I'm not going to reveal everything right now. Oh, well, you don't have Shawn, so... So, in, in your fig fed, so I don't know what you're doing with that. Well, that's uh, that's uh, Marty McGee, the long-haired referee from <laughs> Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Uh, look, this looks like the guy who... Uh, and I think what? that Sean has the tattoo, so if you do a little head pop on there, that won't count. <laughs> yes! Oh, got him. Wait a minute, wait. Let's open him right now. <laughs> Let's do it. You son of a bitch. Broski's face. He just looks like he got <laughs> caught. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I can't do a little head pop there, bro. Nice Switch try. the arm skis, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a beautiful H signature HBK tat right there. He's got the tat. Well... <laughs> Uh, Were you just going to have a bunch of different, like, special referees? Was that the idea? There is a solution. I'll tell you. I'll be fair. I'll be a fair comp- uh, opponent. You could pop it from, boil it, and pop it from the shoulder. Right. And you could get rid of the tat, but you won't have right. those goofy wristbands. Was Trish ever a ref? Uh, I don't. I'm assuming everyone was a special guest ref at some point, so I, I don't Such know why. a weird match. That's the weirdest two-pack, like, ever. I remember we got it for Cone, like, last year as a gift but it's a very strange women's title well mark fuck i was gonna open this and let him breathe now i gotta open something else oh um i need uh oh no i need a women's title too because we decided we can do that huh yeah need to get on that that. um i'm super excited for my next pay-per-view um and then after that will be SummerSlam. there i'll tell you right now there is no way you're beating me at SummerSlam. okay no way sure like it's impossible okay I got something in the mail this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you drafted Kali in the Punjabi prison or whatever, but I don't well, care. I was going to ask, are we going to have any more surprises or draft picks? I don't like leading up to summer. I don't. I, I'm good. I, I have too much talent to be honest with you. I have too much talent as well. Yeah, I'm building stuff. Let's I don't see how this pay per view goes. Maybe you guys can just do one more surprise. I don't want guys no, 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 no. sitting. In, I don't want guys sitting and catering collecting a check. You know, I, I'll say it right now on the record. I don't need any more surprises to kick your ass at SummerSlam. Kelly Kelly, not booked. Well, yeah, yeah, you like that. All right. Um, uh, real right. quick, uh, last week we talked, or two weeks ago we talked about the Bendums, and it really just, I don't have any, and they were so, I have the entire Hasbro collection because they yeah, meant they, so much Bendums to me. Bendums were a big part of your childhood. Yes, and Bendums were so big, and I don't want to collect them all. So I, for now, got... My favorite one, which was the Stone Cold that we talked about. I got it uh, mint on card. Now, this is a weird thing, and you can see it in the vlog this week, but it says on eBay it got delivered, right? So I'm like, oh, sweet. So I go, 
nothing on my porch, nothing in the front, nothing in my mailbox. I'm like looking online or whatever. And then I think to myself, wait a minute, it's really windy. And I'm like, but nah, whatever. I go out in my backyard. This Stone Cold Steve Austin box, this figure is two football fields away in the no. meadow in my backyard. I could see no. the box from so far away. It's That's ridiculous. Wild. Yeah. Anyway. That's pretty cool. Stone Cold Ben. Um, I uh, had this weird plan for a while, and I finally put it to execution to make a little – to add to my ECW Ruthless Aggression uh, you know, collection that I put together a couple of months ago. And it's guys from Eastern Championship Wrestling – I saw this. Now, I know what, if you're a real diehard, you're going to be like, there's so many guys I could add. One night, like a couple weeks ago, I couldn't sleep, and I was just up reading Eastern Championship Wrestling match results and cards. Mm -hmm. So I got the three guys that I thought were like the staples. Um, I had to make Superfly Jimmy Snuka with boots. Now, what are those boots? I, I sent the pictures in the group. But like, was he wearing those boots or just similar? He, it was as close as I could get. I felt like it did the trick um, to to make him that era, you know, um, you know, because this is my creative freedom, you know. To sure, right, right. So I, I got a Jimmy Snooker and I put some La Resistance boots on him, and it kind of looks like looks great. the way he grizzled Jimmy. And then I got a grizzled Don Morocco, uh, which was a I used a Snitsky body. Uh, the the rhino boots from that botched Big Dick Dudley I made last week I still had uh, so I put that together and then the other one I'm gonna get is just a regular there's no customizing involved but a Kevin Sullivan classic is on its way so I actually ruined that rhino because I need that rhino really it's pretty easy to get in a two pack with someone we don't talk about um but like loose or whatever it's all oh you won't do that anymore. I don't do loose. No. Oh, man. I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, obviously, these are custom, so it's okay to go loose and right. do all that stuff. Um, so it's just a fun little project. Kept me uh, entertained. And uh, I, I'm going to knock out a bunch of other EC dub related stuff while I'm on the tangent. Real um, quick, actually, that Kevin oh. Sullivan. Was, was that hard to find? Yes. It's it's not one of the easier classics to come yeah, by. I've been looking for it. It's hard. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's a cool. I think it's a really cool one. I actually found a six man. It's on YouTube where their one team is Superfly Jimmy Snuka, Don Morocco, and Kevin Sullivan. All the, I was like, done. But like I was going to say, if you're a real diehard, there's so many other guys that I could count. But like these guys were like staples. The, the other guys like Hawk of Legion of Doom came in and out a couple times. Kerry Von Eric actually uh, did a shot. Um, Davy Boy Smith, Jim Neidhart, like one or two shows. So like it, it wasn't enough to be like, I have to get this to add him to a collection that represents this company because I, I didn't think they really, you know, uh counted. But so and plus Hold on. It, here here's an idea. What about uh a promo Steve Austin pre, like before the Stone Cold when he was cutting the promos, you can use like the uh the the Hollywood blonde's head, right? And put it on some sort of... It's not quite long enough. No. If, well, yeah, because he had like really long hair and then he cut it, shaved it. So the hair on that figure wouldn't... Re- uh, I'm going to have to do some re- picture research. What really Can helps is... This? Did you guys see the reference shots I just sent you? Yeah. Like if I get reference shots, that's what gets the wheel spinning. I'm like, how can I make this? How can I do that? You know? Yeah. Um, how is there not a Hollywood's blonde stunning Steve Austin... Mattel figure. Uh, there's a ringmaster. Or, 
I also don't know if it, I don't know if Mattel has or WWE in general has the Pillman license anymore either. I'm not sure because it's been a long time. But they could definitely make Austin. Austin for sure. I mean, they made the Ringmaster, which is already a departure from you know Stone Cold. You know, I don't know. Anything else? Uh, okay, yeah, sorry. Um, in continuation, of course, I got ECW Hardcore Revolution for PS1. Now, it finally came. I bought it that night two weeks ago when we talked about it out of FOMO and other people. I didn't want anyone else to have it. In between that time, David C. Anderson texted me and said, I have one if you want it. I said, well, if you don't want it, you're going to send it to me. You can send it. Um, his came before this. Great condition. Awesome. And then the one that came, I'm, I I can I couldn't believe how pristine it was. And I don't know why. I got so excited. I opened it anyway, which is so dumb. But it was still in the plastic. And I had David Sanderson's, which dumb move on my part. I got too uh, over uh, excited about the whole thing. But now I have two. Uh, but this one is like, David Sanderson's was nice. This one was like immaculate, like unbelievable. Hmm. So Very cool. Cool piece of history well, to have. With that being said... Uh, I got one more ECW product. Okay. Okay. A couple months ago, I said I bought a vintage uh, original ECW license plate cover. Yes. Yep. Which is, I put on my car because I didn't know what else to do with it. I was like, oh, screw it, you know. Uh, Another one popped up for a very affordable price. I bought it now right away as fast as I could. And then the the seller even wrote me, which happens way too often nowadays. Like, oh, I listened to the show. I'm glad you bought this. Uh, Like, I, I heard you talk about the other one. But, like, now... I put them both on my car, so it's both. It's like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> like a real crazy person. But I was like, ah, whatever. I just thought it was cool. It was so cheap. It was like twenty five bucks or something. I was like, oh my god, it's too cool. I have to do it. Uh, well, this is a good segue. Um, I got you a present. I was really excited about, um, but I will admit that you have that box in front of you. Uh, I will admit that. What some stuff that you said last week on the show really took the luster out of this present, but I but I think you should open it now. <laughs> oh God, this is going to be awkward. Sec. So Mark's oh, in yes, this box. Mark's in his box is don't open to the show. Truth be told, I slid it with a box cutter before we started, so there wasn't dead air. This is my first time opening. There, are, these are the stickers. Yeah, those are the return addresses. Yeah, Bob, so, I need those, some of those, by the way, and the coloring pages. I, okay, yes, you're right. Sorry. I'll I, send I all these. 200 of those. Uh, bro, uh, the, that was because Papa Bear Paul told you to do, which I told you no. Yeah, whatever. I, I used, had already boxed up the box. I know, but I use PayPal ship and it's on there. I don't need this. Oh. But I'll send these to Broski. And it's Broski's address. I don't want this. <laughs> uh, all right. What am I opening? This thing? Uh, no, that's your cards. That your, that's your smart mark cards. Is my autographs in here? Your autographs and your extra ones are in there. I gave Ooh. you all special numbers. I thought about the numbers I sent you guys. I wow. I mean, I, ha- I only have two. Th- I have three lucky numbers-ish. Now, let's, let's see, see if this is one of them. Let's see. Okay. 99, no. No, um, that was just at the end. 31, you got it. That's my absolute lucky number, 31. Yeah. Boom. I Mike Piazza, Reggie Miller, and the number I wore all throughout uh, high school in various sports right i don't i think this photograph is nice in person mark it's fine it's, it's, it's unique it's unique yeah i put a little graduation cap <laughs> unreal <laughs> okay now i'm digging through this box all right here's the got, present got this old i don't know what this is whoa it's <laughs> actually kind of cool what is this yours no where'd you whoa is this sealed yeah 
It's sealed, brother. Whoa. Wait, why do you know about this, broski? <laughs> I, I told him because when you you said you got it on the show last week. So what is it? It's uh, ECW Hardcore Revolution, but Nintendo 64. Yeah, which thank is, God. I mean, the, the box is a way cooler presentation. That's for right. sure. As a display, I guess, yeah. Sealed. I'm it's sealed. I'm gonna keep this in my collection. Yeah. So don't don't think it was like a flop. What? So what's right. the story behind it though? Just that you had already bought. You last week you said I decided to get the PlayStation ones, and you said you already got it. Well, the first thing you said was I I did get the ECW games, and I just went, oh no. You, like you thought I wouldn't do it though. Where did you get this? I got that on eBay. Oh, okay, thank you, man. I no, but I like- I just thought that you like already got the thing that I already got you. Oh. I knew I got I, it for you. Oh, well, I, I mean, I might figure out a way to put this in my ECW display. Yeah. Cool. Thank great, you. I, think. Yeah, look, I mean, it's cool as hell. Sealed. Yeah. RVD on the cover. I, I don't know if the instruction manual is better in the thing. I don't know if you keep it sealed or what. The instruction manual is kind of a letdown. It's like black and white. So there's no, right. no sense. Cool, man. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. I wasn't, I was not expecting that. I'll tell you that. Cool. Um, well, uh, I can't believe you sent me all these because Papa Bear Paul said to. By the way, I have. I think I. I think I got five thousand of them. So, oh. Jesus, they're cheap. All right. Well, all right. Me right because hey, it was I'll my birthday this week and nobody sent me anything. But um, <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> I honestly was thinking about getting you something. I'm like, wait, he didn't get me nothing. So yeah, that, yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> but someone did send me something. Uh-huh. It was and your I birthday thought- this week. No, it's gonna yes, be Mark. Oh, it's yeah. not your birthday yet. But by the time this podcast airs, my birthday was the day before. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know you don't have something coming? I don't. Um, <laughs> but somebody sent me something this week. I opened it, and I, I slid it open, and I'm like, oh, and I closed the, the box right away. I thought like maybe Chelsea had got me something, because I know what I ordered, you know? Yeah. I don't know when it comes, what it is, but when I open it, I'm like, I know what things are. It was this Ninja Turtles uh, like pizza maker, Okay. So I'm like Chelsea, did you get me this? She's like, no, I didn't. And there's no like return address or anything. It says like from Amazon. I'm like, what the? <laughs> so I see that there's a phone uh, number on it. So I put my the phone number into my phone. Guess whose name pops up? Leon- Dolph Ziggler. I was He's playing say, mind games. I was gonna say Leonardo. Wow. He breaks into my house. He attacks me with a bat. He spray paints my title. Steals Greg Valentine, super kicks me, and then he has the audacity to um, send me a pizza maker. Okay. <laughs> well, well, let's get down to the real business. Did you make the pizza? I have not made it. What? Yet. I have not. You're made not. It yet. You're not a true Ninja Turtle fan. But well, I'm on a diet now. <sighs> uh, we, yeah, Special as diet. of ten minutes ago, yes. <laughs> Special diet. Um, but Dolph Ziggler playing mind games with me, trying to mess with my mind a little bit. Um, but thank you, Dolph. Wow. Of- Oh. Anything else, guys? I got a bunch more. Oh. Yeah, I got a uh, real quick. I did finally get the Beth Phoenix Mattel uh, basic to go in my people I've been in segments with. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of, I mean, the, uh, actually, it's a great she's got, basic. She's got the Elite coming out, so you could have held out. Yeah, whatever. It's, yeah. This was like a, a really good buy. I, I was watching it on eBay, and it was like a good deal, so whatever. All right. Uh, I got more stuff than you, Brian. Or are you doing- um, well, yeah, I actually, so B 
because of Last Dance and how itchy I've gotten watching it and how awesome. It's just like so well done, huh? From like yeah. oh, unbelievable. So I'm yeah. four episodes in, by the way. Thank you to that major mark who smartened me up on having the ESPN package. I didn't even know I had it, and I have it. Oh, cool. I have the, the Hulu like, Disney the, thing. Oh, okay. But like the just the music, the yeah. production, everything is just so awesome. But anyway... A couple months ago, and I said it on the show, I got itchy and I wanted the Rodman Hogan uh, two-pack from uh, that we were discussing earlier in the show from original San Francisco Toymakers. I took a chance. I got Lucy's. They, these, have, these have a real um, LJN-esque problem. Like I guess they're black underneath. Yeah. So the Hogan and the Robin I got were like chipped in the face. Oh. I immediately, I immediately just like flipped them and sold them, and that was months ago, and I kind of forgot about it. So from watching Last Dance, I was like, I gotta get that freaking two pack. So I bought a mint, minty mint on card one. I said, Hey, my good friend Mark Rattel, do you want this Hogan? Like, you know, you're you're doing this Hogan collection. He said, No, I'm gonna need the Rodman as well. I said, Okay, f you. <laughs> Used it as a little coupon ski. Hogan's already gone. I got the Rodman up on my miscellaneous shelf. Everybody's happy. That is just a very random ass release in the history of wrestling figures. Now, man. you didn't want the the Toy Biz Rodman. I have that already. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. I have one of every the, uh, oh, yeah, character in Toy Biz. So. But see, the back of that two-pack says like the street players or something like that. You so know? street players made those dolls. That's another, it, it's like a joint, a combo, like a, it's a joint yes. effort of toy yes. makers and street players, street which I'm guessing they like shared the license. Like, hey, we have WCW and we have Rodman. Let's make this thing. Had to be something so like, too, had to be I something like that. Because the head of this one is like a smaller version of the, as bad as I want to be, alternate head. Yeah. Yeah. So very cool. That was that was like the big heel at my WrestleMania that year. Was it's a big. Uh, it's a unique piece in like wrestling figures. That's kind of like why I really wanted it. You know. It's and it and you talked about how you already had it and sold it, right? Uh, like back in the day. No, so didn't, te- te- it, did, didn't you sell like six months ago? That's what I just said. It had chipped yeah, yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. It had a chip right, face, right, right. and I couldn't. I right. couldn't. And then, and then I couldn't. Of and then, you had it back in the day. And of course, I had it back in the day. And then if you go on eBay and look at Lucy's, man, whew, they're all chipped. Like. Yeah. Of course. I guess it's, just, guess it's just that fragile, you know? Did you guys, um, did you see that picture I sent you uh, this week? My mom found a picture of me playing with my <laughs> jacks on the table. I didn't even have a ring, and Hogan and Rodman were there, and Hogan had the jacks bone cruncher European title around his waist. Yeah. <laughs> and, what a booker. He was so small, though. It looked like a real belt. It was horrible. One day on like a special edition episode, we're going to have a round table with Mark and Gallows, and they're going to talk about how they went in reverse age in their life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and somehow they look younger than they did 15, 20 years ago. Mark, you sent us a picture, and you look like a 40-year-old mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're in high school. I put that on. Oh. A, I think I was in eighth grade. I put that on uh, Instagram. Jesus. All right. Um, okay. So I got a couple, um, couple things here. I'll, I'll just—they're all jacks, but different eras. So let me just get them out of the way. This is interesting. Too tough, Deborah and Double J. I'm not a variant guy. You know, var- jacks would make the same figure with multiple parts all the time. I don't count all that bullshit. In this case, I count it because I recall my Jeff from childhood. And the one I have now having almost like the the Sid legs I, I don't painted like on bikers. Ugh, I hated those though. But there's a two pack that did you know there's one with the correct Owen legs? 
in in the too tough. In the too tough. Yeah, yeah. I I had that as uh, back to you know Todd Rokas was a psychopath. We knew I had that back in the day. Oh, but, so you knew? Oh, for sure. You had both. Yeah. Okay. So I finally got that to get the correct. There. Uh, yeah, and to me, there's like incentive there because it's correct right you know right. um and then back to wait so wait wait wait. so are you gonna keep a sid leg and a fixed owen I, leg i mean what i mean i have the sid leg already i wouldn't have bought the sig, sid leg yeah but since i have it i'm not gonna go get rid of it yeah and then there's what, three, there's one uh, isn't there like special edition ones that have the correct two don't get me started on that. I'm oh wait, oh wait, the, the special edition one all have the correct. Yeah, yeah, but there wasn't like there was more like I feel like mess up ones than correct ones. For what the two tough or for the special for edition? Jeff Jarrett Bone Crunchers across oh, the board. Yeah, yeah. And the special edition is one of the rare special editions where it's a different paint job. Yeah. For Jeff, most yeah. of them are just straight up repaints. Yeah, it's a nice. I mean, uh, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's fast forward a bit to more jacks. I got, I talked about earlier, the Sean and Trish uh, referee. I also got for my fig fed, since we have a woman's title, I got Cherry without the roller skates. <laughs> that makes <laughs> sense. You can't wrestle with I the mean, skates. I, I, I guess you kind of. Right? Yeah. yeah you can't sense. wrestle with the skates on. Okay. Very high fair, priced item. Fair enough. Uh, a lot of those jacks, females, they like a lot of them only have like one and they're, they're pricey. Yeah. yeah, so this was pretty pricey to get. Another one I got, weird, weird story. Now, I don't need this for the fig fed, but I need it because I'm trying to get one of each style of guy. It's the Treacherous Trio Orlando Jordan, which had way, Orlando had way too many figures. Yeah, a lot of figures for okay. uh, very, I mean, not like an epic run in WWE. Right. Yeah. But I need. I didn't need it for the Orlando. I need it for the Bashams because like the cabinet Bashams. Yes. that's uh, The Bashams, correct me if I'm wrong, that one adrenaline pack and this, and that's it, right? That's it. Wow. So you would count both of these, correct? If you're doing what I'm doing. It's pretty significant. I think that's cool. Right. So or- Orlando has bald head, flocked hair, blowout hair. And painted on hair. Oh, my God. He's you're bald, right. yeah. painted, flocked, yeah. blowout. And multiple paint jobs of the blowout. Multiple of each, I think. Multiple of each, and at least the blowout has a ton. Wow. Right. So, this is this is like a best offer situation. Usually, I buy and I pay right away. I hate when people don't buy and don't pay right away. Me too. Right. Well, why would but you? Sometimes when sometimes did, when you make an offer, they accept. You're not quite on your eBay app or on your phone. Okay, so okay. Yeah. So I had put in an offer for the Orlando Jordan and Bashams. It was counter offered. I countered them and they accepted, but I wasn't like buy my phone. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, I forgot. I I forgot. I know where this is going. So. <laughs> I, when I'm buying things, I'm, I'm never checking who the seller is. Ever. Uh, same. Ever. There's no reason right? to, really. Ever. And then, but since I got the message, I was able to see who it was from, you know? Yeah. The message says, thank you. Send payment and I could ship tomorrow. The seller's name? Eugene Nick Dinsmore. <laughs> is it actually him or? It's actually him. I go to check. He, there's like he has the the doik outfit. He's posing with all these shirts, OVW shirts, this is, all these different then, things. And I'm sure the PayPal information or whatever. Yes. Didn't so, he he move to like somewhere random to start a wrestling school because there was yes. no school there? So the PayPal information is like that school. Oh wow. So what do you think I spent on this? Um, 
old a 15 year old treacherous trios uh 40 bucks i spent the sorry (laughs) five plus 12.99 shipping which i thought was pretty pricey that's not bad three also like a lot of three meaningless figures i would say the demand on wrestling figures is the fan base like these guys really don't right yeah fit that criteria this is is a situation mark that we were saying before you need something there's one there you gotta get it yeah so i got those um and let me just bang this out. I, I've talked about it before on the pod. Healy made. He makes these awesome combination of Star Wars and wrestling figures. And he made like a Death Star droid slash Jushin Thunder Liger. And this uh, blue Snaggletooth uh, wrestler guy. I got those for my collection. I posted pictures of them before. Uh, and I'll post pictures of these. And then the last Star Wars thing I got. Um, I, I never really mentioned Star Wars stuff. But this one I think I had to because... Everybody knows who the baby Yoda is, the the Mandalorian, the child. He yep. finally had his black series uh, figure come out, and and why I want to talk about it is because I, I know. use what the hell black. you guys are talking about. It's like the is what Hasbro calls their black series. Okay, for Star Wars, figures. but he doesn't know who Baby Yoda is. Which yeah, is Baby Travis Yoda, Man- you're a Star Wars guy. You should yes, watch that show. Bro, you know, I don't watch Mandalorian. Yeah, but you've seen well, every meme you? out there with like the Baby Yoda. I guess I've seen that image of a baby right. Yoda. So yeah. it's a figure of him. But that's that I got from the Man- I didn't know that. That's from the Mandalorian show. Bro, there's yes. six episodes. Just watch them. There's not six. There's more. Why than would six. I? Why? It, actually, I think you. It's would a love good it. show. I think you would. Love <laughs> why it. would I? Why would I be entertained by something that's ridiculous? <laughs> but too, it's I want, too far. It's like me playing video games. It's too far gone. I, I left it but, too long ago to to get back. I I messaged Xavier Woods this week, and I said, "Hey, dude, I'm getting itchy for an N64." And some wrestling games. Where is the best spot to get? Wow. Yes. Okay. Um, anyway. and, uh, is that in the works? It's in the works. Oh, but okay. The reason I'm Brian's got an N64 game. That's right. Yeah, I do. But it's, I'm keeping uh, it sealed. Sorry, bro. Sorry. I, I've been putting over that the Hasbro Pulse website and, and saying that Mattel needs something like this. It's like a subscription service that like you pay and you get figures early, pre-orders early, free shipping. I'm like, why doesn't Mattel have something like this? And and I've been, been a member of it for about a year, and it's been great. Um, like in this instance, you get this this figure early. You don't have to search in the stores for it. And especially this figure is going to be hard to get. It's the yeah. The baby Yoda, the child. Yeah. But here's my gripe is that I ordered the, um, I want to say the elite Black Series style of the get, the Ghostbuster figures. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gotten them yet, but they're popping up in Target. So I'm pissed. It's like, why did I pre-order? The whole point is you're supposed to get them early. At least that's what I thought. Well, maybe Target yeah, messed up. Yeah, targets. Weird. Pissed me off. All right, well, that's it for me. That's it. That's it? For weekly purchases. That's oh. It. Um, well, so I guess my big thing, uh, I put a post into the group this week. I was doing the rearrange, and I was just very proud of my Ric Flair collection. And I, <laughs> in my head, thinking, I basically have them all. So I'm going to post these pictures as like a bragging thing. And I said, "All right, guys, what else do I need?" <laughs> I don't know how you. That was your. If that was your intentions, then there is Foolish. So very many. foolish, very foolish. Yeah, I, I just mean, thought all I to, had. It was very smart to do that to get all the feedback from everybody because we all, right. myself included, you know, hit you with some stuff. But well, I thought that like all I had left was some crappy Titantron flares that I didn't even. Wasn't even going to get. Like, I'm not going to get a zillion variations of his suit. I might. But anyway. I mean, you've uh, already gone so far. A couple things that I did figure out is these rare 
uh, San Francisco Toymaker ones that I still haven't seen on eBay. And, You're not um, gonna. I gave it to Broski as a Christmas gift last year. That's the great. Blue one. The blue one, which I got in a lot, which I don't think the seller realized was there or a lot of buyers. No way. Yeah, and I got it for no like, way. yeah, it was crazy. That's great. And I and that's honestly, it's the only time I ever saw it in my collecting life. Uh, well, I got two flares. Uh, one was in that three pack with uh, the Evolution three pack with Orton and Triple H and Flair. I did my first coupon ski. Coupon? That was your first. Yeah. The Flip, first. Flip the Triple H and the Orton. Coupons uh, so a, got a the way flare. of life when you're collecting, man. But here's the big one. Uh, I got from Dustin Davis. Dustin and his, Wallace? Dustin Davis and his Dustin family. A huge Finn Balor collection. In the. <laughs> In the Patreon group, uh, he gave me, with a trade, uh, I traded him some pins, for the uh, ringside exclusive uh, Black Robe Jack's Flare, which I was pointed at, you know, in this post that you, I needed this one. And when I looked on you eBay. That's a great with It's a Royal Rumble Flare. It's it? amazing. Very expensive, though. So we came okay. to an agreement. He traded it with me. So I got that. Thank you, Dustin Davis are, and your kids. Are you missing the... R3 flare from the Taker 2 pack? Yes. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Yeah. Are you going to count the one with the black hair? Nah, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, no. That's too stupid. Every So many people posted black hair flare. That's yeah, no. Nah. I mean, I get it, but it's too stupid. It's, it's like you have this cool collection honoring the man. To have that would just be dumb. Stupid, yeah. Yeah. That's it for me. Uh, my last little note here, it's not really a big deal, but uh, I got Ringside collect, uh, Collection Series 1 and a little Easter egg grapple gear that's on YouTube now. And you can watch the whole unboxing. I explain myself. It's basically for custom parts and stuff. That uh, My my custom uh, itch has been scratched. I think I'm good for a little bit. Cool. I oh, can't wait to see him. That made me uh, remember from Ringside, I got the stretcher, which is the giveaway this week. So effing cool. It's awesome. And I got the announce table, which is basically a repaint of the major pod commentator's playset. <laughs> yes. I got the plain blue one. Um, you know, Jesse and Jake, the gym, and I put the rock through it. Oh, right. got to stay on brand. Got it. That's right. And up next is our interview with Bully Ray. Matthew. Yes. Get the tables. All right, guys, welcome back to the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. We're so excited to be joined right now with our special guest, WWE Hall of Famer, Bubba Ray Dudley, a.k.a. Bully Ray, a.k.a. the guy who was brutally stiffed by the Hype Bros a couple years back. Thanks for joining us. I think we're off to a horrible start. <laughs> uh, I, think I, just, just I wanted snug. that information out in the open. Snug is the word. Snug. Snug. I think it's not even about... It's not snug. It's stupid stiff. <laughs> First thing that we're getting out of the way. But uh, I think you guys already have heat with me. Uh-oh. Oh, everyone has heat with you, Bubba. Yeah, go on. Good point. <laughs> um, um, why are you guys not dressed up in Star Wars regalia? And why haven't you referred to me as Darth Bully? I did not get the memo. Your agent did not send that over. Yeah. Uh, my agent? My yeah. agent is the same as your agent. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we talking about D- you in too? Uh, are we talking about Devon? <laughs> <laughs> Devon oh, didn't send boy. the memo. Devon didn't send the Star Wars memo. Uh, wow. Uh, Devon, my... Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Was Devon ever your agent in WWE? 
all uh, the time. T- but but technically no, because he doesn't do anything when he's your agent. So. <laughs> Oh uh, my God, that's hysterical! So, um, so, so, do tell what is it like to have Devon as your agent? Um, I kind of really summed it up. He's he he knows, <laughs> you know, he knows when you know what you're doing, so he's not gonna overwhelm you, right? You and know? he knows that we're professionals. We there know how go. to put a match together. If so it's a if, if it's a Mojo Raleigh match, yeah, he's gonna right. have to be a little more hands on and you know put it together. But uh, he he trusts Hawkins and Ryder. Tremendous. Did you know that the, the hype bros, Mojo Riley and Zack Ryder, defeated the Dudley boys once before? That's yeah, a disgusting... that was a dark match and nobody <laughs> saw it. That's a disgusting <laughs> trivia fact. Oh, my God. Um, and I remember I remember the the look on Devon's face and the feeling that I had inside when the agent came up to us. I think it was, uh, I think it was Scott Armstrong. And he's like... <laughs> Yeah, guys, uh, you, you mind putting these two guys over tonight? Uh, it, it's going to be dark. Ain't nobody going to see it. Uh, uh, would you mind? We're like, yeah, sure, no problem. And then, and then, what'd you do to us, Matt, formerly known as Zach? Well, I mean, first of all, you sandbagged the finish. <laughs> what was it? The hype, hype, super the hype, hype rider. rider. I, I wait. I took the finish. You took the finish. Can you believe that? Oh, no. Man. Yeah, um, but I think you're talking about this other time where I was wrestling Devon one-on-one on Superstars, and you popped him on the apron, and I busted you off in the face and busted you wide open. Oh, my God, man. Yeah. First cheap first cheap plug for the radio show. Yes, you busted me open. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I apologize for that. I, I had blood. Like, seriously, I think you broke my nose for, like, the fourth or fifth time that it had been broken, and I am gushing blood. And I'm in the back, and I had this white towel, and the white towel is covered in blood. And Zach's like, oh, my God, Bubba, I'm so – actually, you weren't even apologizing that much because <laughs> you're probably just trying to get your in and figure, oh, sure, and get it on him, you know? So, I mean, good. I will say this. When I walked through Gorilla, there was a standing ovation. Yeah. It was a hit, Bubba. It was, yeah. it was a hit. And then, um, and, then here, and then I see Vince in the background, and I'm Vince – Hey, check this out. Look at what this stiff prick did to me. And the look on your face, you were terrified. You're like, no, no, please, no, no, don't don't say anything. You were petrified when Vince came over. Bubba, listen, I know you try to be this intimidating guy, and you are, but we all know deep down you're a nice guy. I don't want to, you know, ruin the gimmick and spoil it, but you're a nice guy. You're a guy I would sit on the bus with overseas and talk about Star Wars movies with. Oh, there it is. Hey, That's Zach, it. here's your nice guy right there. <laughs> Guys, so audio podcast. He's know. giving me the middle finger. He really is. A <laughs> um, little bit of what, sign language. All right. So let's, it's a major wrestling fan podcast. We know you're not, you love Star Wars, but you're not, you're, you're, that's your fandom. I know you're not into wrestling figures, but we have a couple questions for you. Uh, Brian, you take it over. There's this, a prototype out there, and I know you know what we're talking about. We've discussed it on the pod before. Well, I already texted Tommy Dreamer today about this, and I said, any memories from Toy Fair 99? He just wrote back, N-O. <laughs> and there's a photo of him holding his figure, as well as you. This is where San Francisco Toy Makers uh, debuted the first ever ECW line. You, Devon, Just Incredible, Tommy Dreamer are all in-house here, holding the prototypes, posing in front of this giant, massive ECW display, and nobody seems to have any memories of this day. What wrestling figure fans are kind of enamored with is your figure is in black boots and black trunks, which you've never worn in your entire career, I'm pretty sure. 
so it's been a mystery and kind of a head scratcher thing. There's the prototype images out there. Clearly, the photo of you holding it, you're trying to hide that this figure has no clothing. And you're literally the head's poking out and your whole hand is covering it. Um, so, I mean, any memories or feedback or anything you have about this day or that figure itself. I mean, to me, I mean, Matt and I are beyond ner- nerds for wrestling figures. So we'll never, ever forget the first time getting a figure. So this was your first figure. So I would just assume you have some kind of memory of it because to most wrestlers it's a bucket list thing to me i didn't even know it was a figure i don't think it ever came out Um, my recollection of my first wrestling figure is the very first ecw figure that came out with like you know the tie-dye and you know whatever whatever the hell else i had on so that is the first but this was the prototype and they clearly like pivoted and someone was like well this is messed up or i don't know if they're supposed to have like cloth clothing that got like scrapped according to fatty um i mean dreamer uh (laughs) this was supposed to be in the second series of ecw figures that came out and i know you guys wanted to talk about this so i called tommy and i asked him about it and he said it was in the second set of figures that was supposed to come out and He's the one that pulled it at the last second. And he's, and I said, well, why did you pull it? He goes, because you've never performed like that. He goes, I just thought it was a bad representation of when, you know, of what you were. And he said, and Heyman didn't seem to care. He just wanted to get anything out there to make a buck at the time. Now, what you guys didn't know is that figure is anatomically correct because that's what I was training. <laughs> it looks great. I mean, yeah, it's Jack. Jack. I, I couldn't, I couldn't get the abs to come in, so that's when I started. <laughs> I stopped training for the Olympia, and I was just going to compete against Pujanowski in the world's strongest man, and that's you, it. You, you really, you look like Ted Arcidi, really, <laughs> if you look at it. Except um, stronger and more jacked and tall. Oh my. And you've actually had guys, matches I, that I've seen. Guys, I have a live update. Devon just texted me. I sent him the same photo, same question. No, I don't. When was this? <laughs> Wait, live you t- have a, a naked Devon too? No, I sent him the photo. Fo- like the photo I found has, I don't know if you could see this, has everybody from that day and they're you're posing with their photos, very excited. You know? And and where was that? Where were those pictures taken? I would assume it's a New York City toy fair in 1999. I have no recollection of that day. I thought that those pictures were taken in Japan because of the clothing that I was wearing because I thought I was dressed up for Sabu's wedding. Hmm. Hmm. And because uh, you're wearing a tie and this jean jacket? Well, the jean jacket was just I had a vest on with you were, a you, college shirt you, and a tie. So what you're saying is you went full Canadian tuxedo for Sabu's wedding? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, and that's the only time I remember wearing like dress clothes in ECW is. At- I mean, even uh, Tommy has a blazer and like a turtleneck, a very '90s like dressed up look. I don't know. And, huh. and, and that's like the same suit that Tommy's had for the past 22 years. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I don't remember getting dressed up for a toy fair in ECW. Um, none of this sounds familiar. I thought that that when it was first brought to my attention by a uh, stiff rider uh, was in a DM like a couple of months ago, like, I don't know, six months ago, whatever. And he was asking me about it. And I actually thought that somebody had just taken my original ECW action figure and uh-huh. maybe just took the clothing off. Cause I've seen some of my other action figures where people just take the clothing off. Yeah, and like, it's, it's, I'm, called cu- I'm, it's called customizing in the biz. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you know, savvy to your terms, but <laughs> I'm jacked and definitely not passing a wellness test on any of these other action <laughs> figures. Oh, action figures are meant to be exaggerated, is what we've always been uh, discussing. Oh, there you go. Accurate, this is accurate, Bubba, right here. This is when Bubba was on growth. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, Bubba. Anavar, everything. That's that's uh, a Jax Team 3D. Figure. Jack's Team 3D uh, two pack that was right. Yeah, it was a uh, from Cross the Line. It was a it was a Bubba. It came with a free Devon. <laughs> um, Jesus. So all right. So growing up, like okay, we grew up in an era where there was plentiful wrestling figures. So you didn't grow up around wrestling figures, but did you play with Star Wars figures or any other figures when you were a kid? I remember like being very very young. Here's my two vivid Star Wars memories. When Star Wars first came out, I, re I remember asking my grandmother to take me to a Darth Vader appearance. What? So he was appearing at the local toy store. Now, this has got to be like 1978, 1979. Wow. I mean, before either one of you guys were a sparkle in your father's eye. <laughs> That's you know, right. Not, not even know? close. Yeah. So I remember <laughs> waiting online to meet Darth Vader. And being excited and being nervous, I was, I don't know, I was probably eight at the time. Wow. And finally get up to Darth Vader. He stand, he's standing there, and the dude that was dressed up as Darth was, was huge. And I looked up at him. I punched him right in the <laughs> and ran away. No. <laughs> of course you did. A bully, even at a young age. Yeah, yeah geez. giant. That giant cod piece that he was wearing. <laughs> it was like a target. And as I'm running away, he grabs me by the arm. And he pulled me back in like Darth was shoot hot. Oh, man. Yeah, I would. You know? And then the second memory I have as a kid was it was my birthday. And my mom took me to Toys R Us. And she's like, you can have whatever you want. Whatever toy you want, I'll get for you. And I remember picking up a TIE fighter. Ooh, like, okay. nice. And I said, this is what I want. She's like, really? You really want that? You can have anything you have and you really want that? Like, yep, I want a TIE fighter. I, I was just, I was a Star Wars geek from like when, when the movies originally came out because I was, you know, I'm old enough to know when they came out. Mm -hmm. So what, what are your thoughts on, you know, everyone has their feelings on the prequels, but I want to know your feelings on the newer movies, episode, you know, seven, eight, and nine. What are your feelings on those? I love every Star Wars movie. Here's my problem. The only Star Wars movie I ever walked out of the theater not knowing whether I liked it or not was The Last Jedi. I have to agree with you. And I, agree. I remember I, I went, me and Velvet went to go see The Last Jedi. And when we walked out, um, she's like, well, what did you think? And I remember sitting there and I'm like thinking to myself what I thought. And the fact that I was sitting there thinking to myself whether or not I liked it told me everything that I needed to know because I couldn't believe that I was on the fence about it. And then I didn't like it because to me, there were too many holes in the movie. It took me probably a half a dozen watches before I got what Rian Ryan Johnson was trying to do, the story he was trying to tell and the, the spin on the saga that he was trying to put. Now I get it. Now I can appreciate it a little more, but it took a lot of convincing. Yeah, same with me. I had to watch it a few more times to almost convince myself 
that I was okay with it and that I liked it. Because I don't want to hate on a Star Wars movie. I love Star Wars. The fact that we're still talking about Star Wars in 2020, um, a brand that was dead. Uh, you know, it came back in the mid-90s, you know, with the special editions and the prequels. And now it's it's still going on. I We got to support it. But yeah, after I left the theater the first time, I was like, did I like that or did I hate it? I, I didn't know. I can't believe you guys aren't talking about that Jar Jar Binks movie, but you're just talking about this one. <laughs> I don't have a problem with Jar Jar Binks. I really? actually don't either. Explain. What is there to explain? I don't know. I, that's like where. So I like Star Wars growing up. That movie came out. I was like, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> what would you have done? I don't know, but not not Jar Jar Binks. Much like your career, I don't know. <laughs> Hey, I took the 3D like a champ one time. So you're, you're one of the guys that when you hey tackle, drop down, hip toss, arm drag, body slam, and you go, ah oh, man, I don't know. And then I go, okay, well, what do you want to do? Oh man, I don't know. Well, oh no, I don't, to what? Because I never answered Jar Jar Banks. He took it that far. I don't exactly. know. I, he was Wait, just Mike such a extreme. He was an extreme, an extreme addition to me. Hold on, hold on, Brian. You've taken a 3D. I've never taken a 3D. I've taken a 3D like a champ. I've Actually, taken a 3D from Harper and Rowan, not we, the Dudleys. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, we were we did like a fourteen man super tag at a WrestleCon, and it's very hard to put together uh, if you can think about that. Um, but we're like scrambling, and Dreamer and Bubba kind of took hold of like really like corralling everyone to put it together. And then Tommy goes, and uh, Brian's the biggest ECW mark, so he'll take the three D. And I went. Okay. <laughs> I had no rebuttal to that. I was like, all right, you pegged it. So uh, you bring that up. I, I forgot about that. But now that you bring up that WrestleCon, like, mega tag, that's the night that Champa ruptured my eardrum. Yo, I was on the apron going, don't tag me in during this. <laughs> I don't know, it nothing to do with it. I don't know what was going on. That guy was amped up. Like, I remember talking to him before the match. And, dude, this is a WrestleCon, like, like you said, 14-man tag. Let's go out Yo, there. Uh, Abyss, James Storm, Cabana, Evan Bourne, uh, Chris Hero, I think Drew Gulak. It's like the most – you wouldn't believe it unless you saw it, like the people that are in it. And and listen, 99.9% .9 of the time, I am complete let's have fun mode. When the shit is really, really, really serious, that's when I'm like, you know – that, that's when you got to turn the jets on. But on a night like that, uh, I want to go out there and entertain and do everything. Let's sing. Let's dance. Let's wrestle. You know, let's let's play the hits. And I remember talking to Ciampa beforehand, and brother was just serious. <laughs> and I remember looking over his shoulder and, like, uh, I think we were going over the match in a kitchen. Like an industrial yes, size yes, kitchen. Yes, or something. yes, you're you're absolutely right. That's where that's where Tommy did the you took it. with this look on his face, and the look told me, Oh, you're meeting Ciampa for the first time. Ugh. And we get in there and we started because like I've heard great things about him. He's a good dude, good Italian dude, you know. And I just wanted to I just wanted to be in there with him. I thought it would be fun. And the first freaking forearm, wham, right in the ear. Man, my, my ear started ringing so bad, like ruptured my eardrum. And I just, I took my right fist and I dropped one right on his jaw. <laughs> and Jesus. He, got the, he got the point real quick. Uh, it was oh, like I, I'm. I'm looking forward to not getting that similar oh. receipt, but I, I apologize. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you better start. <laughs> I mean, I just remember being on the apron. I was on the apron with Chris Hero, and you guys are just hitting each other live rounds, and we're just like 
do we have to get in next? Like, no, no way. I mean, just whack, 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 whack. And I was like, oh, man, I don't want nothing to do with this. And here's the thing. I'm not looking to hit anybody with live rounds. And I think, like, I don't know, maybe he had to prove him. Maybe the the perception overtook the reality of what it's like to be in the ring with Bubba. Like, I got to stand my ground. I got to make sure he knows I'm not going to take no shit anybody. There was there was nothing. We're going out there, to, you know, to, you know, to entertain. And... Um, <laughs> I, and I never held a grudge. I mean, I mean, I, I tell the story now. I you know joke about it, dude. My ear bled for a year. Holy! <laughs> I was uh, after that after that WrestleCon the next year. I remember being back with the WWE and still having ear problems and having to go into the trainer. And I think Larry, who's the trainer at WWE, yeah, yeah Larry Hack, on my side, and they would take those long Q-tips and stick them as deep into my ear oh, as possible. And Jesus. they'd be like, you have a pool of blood in the bottom of your, your ear canal. And they would just pull out the pooling blood. So good job, Chompa. All right, oh. enough, enough, blood, enough bloody ears, right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get back. Okay, so this tie-dye, the, the correct figure comes out. It's your first action figure ever. What are you feeling at this point? You're how many years in the business? Is this? Do you feel accomplished about this? Actually, Tom, when Tommy called me about this, I I actually always kind of thought this. The boys kind of weren't paid for these figures on huh, ECW. Um, I, I don't know if I was paid for that. He, he said he tried to make sure that the boys would get like maybe a case of their own guys. And then he threw him like some cash, like two, 300 bucks, he said. So there was no like royalties like we're used to, like WWE style, like not even close. I still have my case of action figures. Oh, wow. Still. I have about a dozen of them. Oh, cool. Um, actually, right behind this sign right here is uh, uh, a closet that I keep all of my memorabilia or whatever. And I have no memorabilia up in my very little, very little stuff. So I have my original action figures. And about being paid, paid for the action figure... Um, I probably was never paid for it. And I know this is the opportunity where a lot of wrestlers like to take jabs at Paul and the financial situation. Paul Heyman does not owe me or Devon $1. No, not once. Me and Devon's <laughs> checks never bounced. We never had an issue getting paid. Zero. So, yeah, we might not have gotten paid for the action figure, but, you know, we were, we, we were taken care of. And then once yeah, you guys he, go to Tommy kind of spun it like that. It was more of like a point of pride. Like ECW has figures like the boys were more uh, proud of what was going on rather than worried about, you know, making money off of it. Well, well sure. I, I know you guys as ECW fans, as legitimate ECW fans, I both think you enjoyed the company as fans and it can appreciate it as professionals. And you're just not like fly by night. ECW guys who like to jump on the bandwagon. There was a sense of pride in ECW because we really were this little rebellious company that, in my opinion, changed wrestling. So to get that first gig on pay-per-view or to have your first action figure or all of these firsts that happened for us in that company, you got to remember, a lot of the firsts that happened for me were also firsts for that company, whether that was a video game, an action yeah. figure, or pay-per-view. So I was experiencing my firsts with Devon experiencing his firsts, with a lot of the boys experiencing their first times in a company experiencing its first time. So it was a whirlwind of excitement for all of us. 
And I think as fans, we feel the same way, you know, like it was seeing this, this company that maybe wasn't the biggest, but to see the first pay-per-view or to get the action figures, like we felt pride as well. Um, and I remember there was, there was a, these Long Island shows and I was so excited, like ECW is finally coming there, but then you were so vulgar on the mic that you guys weren't allowed back apparently. And it was like the Freeport Rec Center, like Freeport High School. Uh, it's it's literally 90 seconds from my home right now. And I tried to run a creative pro wrestling show there several times. I've gone in to talk. It got all the way to like the mayor who said there will never be wrestling here again. Don't even <laughs> was ask. I think it was, was some, you. I think it was something you did. <laughs> I think it was, you know, the typical yes. Bubba promos. Yeah. You know what? Um, <laughs> let me ask you this. Did it work? Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. No, that was that wasn't a knock whatsoever. What I was trying to say is like we we were we were like the, I don't we, think it was a knock. I don't uh, think you were knocking me. No. Like, so many people, you know, you'll get people like over your career who say like, "Oh, it was cheap heat. It was this, it was that." Listen, man, heat is heat. If I could say something that gets a crowd so riled up that they don't care who comes through the curtain as long as somebody comes through the curtain and punches me in the mouth, kind of like you did in the dark match that <laughs> That's all that matters. No, absolutely. And then that that fan base, that loyal fan base, you know, that you had with us and so many others. When you guys came to WWF, you guys, you guys proved everybody wrong and became legitimate stars. There's no debate. You guys, like, you look at the amount of action figures you had. Like, oh my god, it's like The Rock, Austin, and the Dudleys. Like, you guys were up there with the amount of merch you guys had in that time period because you were so popular and you couldn't debate that. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. You don't think so? I don't, I really don't know. Like, honestly, before I came on the show today, I had to talk to like this guy that, that helps me out with some stuff, Brian, like kind of like an agent guy. Right. You know, um, he, he's, he said to me, he's like, how many figures do you have? And I was like, Oh, I don't know. 15 or 16. He's like, no way. way. He's like, you have all of these other figures. I legitimately had no clue about like, I, I know about the obvious ones, but he sent me some shit I, I had never, ever seen, never heard of, didn't know was there. And now, Zach, I know that you know your stuff about action figures. That's legit that we were up there with those guys when it one, came to the amount one, of- One hundred percent. For sure. And especially you. You even had a lot of stuff that Devon didn't have, like, cer- well, like certain single- <laughs> I mean, come on. But like uh, I, that, that's not blowing smoke up your ass one bit. Like Brian, back me up on this. Like, it, how many? Lot. That's I was gonna ask if you had it all because it's a lot of stuff. It's probably too hard to even compile like, the list. Like you couldn't even compile like, a list. You could attempt. You could attempt, but it's not gonna be one hundred percent nowhere near it because it's just so much stuff. Uh, you know what? I never took like you guys are huge action figure fans and you know nerds and geeks. Like we're all Star Wars geeks and nerds. I was never into that, and I never really put much stock into it. I always thought it was cool. Like my first ECW figure, my first WWE figure. I really liked obviously the, the cold day in Dudleyville. Yeah. That's cool. With, with Dwayne, with, with our good buddy, Dwayne. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah when Dwayne joined the Dudleys, you know? Um, and then, and then I just recently saw one that I didn't even know exist. Hardy's, uh, Dudley's Edge and Christian in a giant. Oh, team. that's a oh, that's a Toys R Us uh, exclusive. It's that's going to be very hard to track down and expensive if you do find it. Yeah, I, I had I had no idea about it. And then there was a, a an Austin Undertaker Bubba, like it was a four pack. Okay, that's the draft, right? 
It's oh, shaped, yeah, it's the draft. Shaped, like, shaped like an R. That's another yeah. gift pack. I don't. That was exclusive to a store as well. I don't. Maybe like Costco or something weird yeah, like I, that. I mean, there, there's so there's like statues where you're doing the 3D, but there's no I, on just you. I like uh, when you guys were on SmackDown. You switched to like the yellow camo. They made a two pack. And then, for whatever reason, the first edition of yours had these really long, like, sexy legs. <laughs> and it made you too tall. And then they, they did what they call a running change and, like, put the right proportioned legs on it. So there's there's two versions. There's the sexy legs and the correct legs. They had a running change. I didn't do much running in my car. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, like, that's funny. We were going to ask you, like, what your favorite is or – but, or if you collected, but like, yeah, you had so during that time, they were just making so much merch that like, it would be impossible to keep up with it. Especially that was the most popular time in history. And and here's the thing, guys, we, we both experienced the WWE at a different time. Like I don't, I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but maybe you guys will understand. There was a time there that when those merch checks came, dude, they I were bet. just monstrous. Yeah, I and bet. you just—you didn't even look at them. You just threw them in the bank because it was gravy. <laughs> yeah, right. I can and only imagine. Merch did not count against the downside. Ooh, okay. What? Oh man, that's a whole new—that's a different world, brother. Cha-ching, oh. cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, that's that's not that's not a world that uh, Broski and I were living in ever. I'll tell you Here's that. a quick story about merch because I know we want to talk about some merch here. No, yeah, that counts. Yeah. Anaheim, California, WrestleMania 2000. Me, Matt, and Jeff got together in the lobby restaurant. And the restaurant happened to be closed. And we were waiting on Devon. And we were waiting, I think we were waiting on Edge and Christian also. Because we just wanted to kind of glance over a couple of things because this is before the first triangle mm-hmm. ladder match. And it was very dark in the restaurant, so there were a lot of shadows. And I remember one of the WWF representatives at the time coming over, handing Matt and Jeff their merch checks. Now, Matt and Jeff had been there before we were there because they were homegrown guys. Mm-hmm. They opened up the envelopes and they looked at their checks. Now, I couldn't see the numbers, but the way they held them, it was like right in my eyesight. There were six figures. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. That's a quarter. That merch check. And that's just a I know quarter. What I saw, I know where the comma was. I know that there were six. And I'm, <laughs> holy sh**. Yeah. And, and if you guys are telling me that the duds had a lot of action figures, I can't imagine what the Hardys had. Oh, uh, I mean, they have even more, but yeah, they, they, astronomical. They slightly more, yeah. but you, it's, it's. I could like we, we said earlier, we couldn't make a list. If we if we made a list, someone would be like, "Nope, you're forgetting this. You're forgetting that." That's how many there were. And it just, I, I, I'm flattered to hear that. If it was Dreamer, he'd be fatter to hear that. But I'm flattered. <laughs> do well. Do you have any uh, besides like Cold Day and Deadlyville? Do you have any like favorites that come to mind? I was just thinking your TNA uh, Bully Ray one's pretty cool with the hat. It's pretty I, I unique. Really, I really like the TNA it's one. A good uh, likeness. Like, one I like because it represents a part of my career that I never envisioned happening. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into pro wrestling to be a singles guy. I always wanted to be a tag team wrestler. You know, like Austin will always say, if you don't want to be the WWF world heavyweight champion, you don't belong in the business. Well, the way I looked at it is if you didn't want to be one half of the WWF tag team champions, you don't belong in the business. That's how seriously I took tag team wrestling. So, um, 
I forgot my point. This like is my post have, ha- having the singles figure. So in TNA to, to be to you know be able to reinvent yourself as a character that you wanted to be, and then you know Eric Bischoff recognizing it and and handing me the ball like that's something that will always be special to me because I was happy with, with the way the story came out. I was excited to get to work with AJ. I was excited to get to work with Sting and Hogan, which mm-hmm. I never ever thought would happen. And 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 then to have that action figure be like a memory and a, and representative of that time in my career. So yes, I really do like that one. I like how you reinvented yourself and Devon just switched to like shiny pants. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. Listen, Devon always wanted to be out on his own. Really? Yeah. I never got that vibe from him. Yeah, well, D- Devon always had this aspiration to be a singles wrestler. And he would, at many times, various times in, in our career, be like, Bubba, I think I want to try this on my own. Bubba, I think I want to try this on my own. And I'd be like, go get him, Tiger. Wow. I, I was I was in the crowd. I think it's Survivor Series 02 where you guys reunite. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I'm in the crowd for that too. Bro, like goosebump moment. moment right yeah. there. Like you had broken up for like the year or two and you finally got back together. Like the place went. Madison Square Garden. There's no debate. Like that's the mecca. That's the spot. And to have that moment at MSG, it, w- it was super cool because the Dudleys – of course, you guys are successful to get uh, separate, but together, that's that's where it's at. I'll never forget the day that Vince came up to me and Devon and goes, I'm going to split you guys up for the draft. And we're like, it's not a good idea. And I knew it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> really? No, I knew it wasn't a good idea. You know, we were a unit and that's what people paid to see. You paid to see Bubba and Devon. You didn't pay to see one or the other. And I'll never forget that day in the garden, walking into the garden, seeing Vince sitting in the garden, and he waved his hand and motioned me over. So I walked from the Tron all the way to the other side of the, of, of, of the garden, and he says, sit down. I'm putting you and Devon back together tonight. And without him saying anything, I knew that was kind of his admission of, this didn't go the way I envisioned it. Uh-huh. So I'm going to put you back together. And then you were there, Zach, to witness it and hear it, so people were a lot happier that we were back together. Oh, I mean, the, the pop was enormous because th- th- that's they, they, they it was something they weren't saying like every day, like, you know, let's get the Dullies back together. We want them back together. But when they came back together, it just felt so right, you know, as yeah. a fan. Just a, a, you don't know what you have till it's gone, kind of thing, you know. And that was just the perfect, uh, you know, when you guys re- reunited. But then when you came back years later, Barclays in Brooklyn, huge pop again. That pops massive. You know, if you take a look at the returns in WWE over the past five years, I'll go on the record in saying the number one pop for any return was the Hardys. Oh, WrestleMania. Yeah. I'll say the number two is Randy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not Randy. Edge. Okay, Rumble. And I'll say number three was Dudley's at the Barclays. I don't have a problem with that list. In my current history, yeah. I was backstage and heard that pop. I wasn't out in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? I, like, if you're backstage, you could hear the pop. That's how you I'd, know it's uh, a lot of pop. I'd put, I'd put the Ziggler cash in in that conversation, but That's not it a was not a return. That's I'm not just a return. saying. I'm saying live pops that I witnessed were pretty friggin' ridiculous. Ryan, yeah. you asked about the, uh, the you know other figures that you know stuck out to me or, or that you know uh, were memorable. The one with Lita, where Lita is giving me the Lita Canrana. Yes. Yeah. Finishing and moves, or the I'm final count. Her the what's up? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. That, so tell me if the rumor that I heard is true, since you guys have all the inside knowledge on these action figures. Mm-hmm. I heard that that figure got pulled because it was too offensive. I don't think that happened. I think that line, so that line was, uh, they're supposed to have a ton of articulation so you could wrestle with them more and pose them more. And that's why in the packaging they're posed like that. So I, I think it just didn't really, wasn't very successful. So like Devon didn't get one of those. Like the line kind of just ended and it's a bunch of repaints and stuff. But I can definitely um, see that though because it looks weird in the package. If you don't know you're looking at a wrestling figure, yeah, it's but like it, what is this? I know we're living in 2020, but back then I feel like, you know, it wasn't so frowned upon. Oh, no. Back then, it was yeah. totally fine, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't think it got pulled. Going crazy. Yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll wrap this up with, with one uh, one last question. What what Star Wars character is your favorite and why? I mean, the immediate answer that comes to mind is Han Solo, and that's probably just in the easiest of, easiest of answers. But I could tell you, we could go through, you know, so many different characters and I could tell you why I like them. Han was just Han. Like, to me, he was coolness personified, you know? Oh, I know, for sure. And the way he gets the girl is phenomenal. I love you. (laughs) I know. Such a a dick. Such a, a cliche, like, favorite moment of mine, but it's so good. Like, how could it not be this legendary moment? Like, oh, like, every, I, I love what they did with Han Solo in the newer movies. Even, like, I'm not, if you didn't see the movies by now, you're, you're not a real Star Wars fan. But, like, how, how he dies, like, you knew he was going to die. But, like, still that, that moment right before he goes, oh, just gives me goosebumps right now just talking about it. I, I will say this, and tell me if you guys agree, they definitely botched Han's death. The actual death? Because Kylo should have never revealed his face until that moment. Agreed. Okay, yes, yes. So I don't need to see Kylo Ren's face when he's face-to-face with Rey early in the movie. I want to see Kylo's face for the first time when he has to look into his father's eyes right before he kills him. When you put it that way, I have to agree 100%. And to me, that's all pro wrestling right there. Like we... We, 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 we gave away a moment that would have meant so much more if we would have just saved it for the moment that would have meant more. Well, that's why you're a great storyteller, Bubba. That's why you're still in the business after all these years. <laughs> that's why you you're a Hall of Famer. Yeah. You could book, you could book Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? Like, Brian, I haven't heard a lot from you. Like, are you same level Star Wars fan that Zach is? Uh, I got really into it, like, because uh, my brother's like your age, so he grew up with it, and then he got me into it, and especially in like the mid '90s when that little, you know, the the remastered VHSs came out and stuff, and I got really into it in the toys, and I and what I said before is pretty truthful. When that the Jar Jar movie came, I was so pumped and saw it, and I was just like, I don't know, yeah, I think it was just the how old I was, you know, like I just I was in DCW and chicks and wrestling and stuff. I wasn't into Jar Jar Binks. So I was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, no, so, that, that's cool. I mean, I still, I still love Star Wars and appreciate it for sure, you know. But not, not as diehard as I once was. I mean, well, I mean, Zach, the some of these, even though it like it took you and me both like a dozen times watching the last, you know, the last Jedi to finally accept it, and maybe like you said, you know, talking yourself into it. There are still things that there was so much milk spilled in that movie that J.J. Abrams had to clean up in Rise of Skywalker. 
And I thought the biggest spilled milk that he had to clean up was Leia being force sensitive. There was just so many things. I, I just felt like they were trying, you know, episode uh, eight is going against seven and nine is going against eight. It's like trying to fix each other when they should have had just a plan the whole time. I mean, you can't, this is something you can't just call on the fly. This is, this isn't a match on, you know, this isn't a dark match. This is star Wars. You know, you can't just call star Wars on the fly here. And I think it's obvious that they did. But look, even if, even if Ryan Johnson came up with this idea that, okay, she's going to be force sensitive and this is going to be out of nowhere. And, you know, it's going to be shocking to a lot of star Wars fans that at this moment in time, Leia finally can use the force. I just want to know how she got blown up out of the out of the bridge of a, <laughs> of a starship and didn't have one scratch on her freaking face or body. She's floating in space <laughs> where you would die in an instant. So it's almost what, like watching Raw sometimes. Like Rey Mysterio just got thrown off a roof, but he's back the next day with the. <laughs> Was, it, was that addressed at all last night? I didn't watch. It wasn't yes, addressed. He, they, they both fell onto a second tier roof. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank okay. God for second tier roof. Okay. Got it. But you know, okay, she got blown up. How about having a gig mark? How about being a little black and blue? How about something? No, she's just floating there peacefully and then all of a sudden raises her hand. Whoosh. I mean, I think that's what we call in the biz a plot hole, Bubba. Something just wasn't right there. <laughs> yeah. It just, just the extra attention to detail would have made that scene so much better. I mean, and let's not get into the whole Leia force sensitive. I mean, we could talk, we could have a whole podcast series about that. But I, I, I'm a believer. I think you feel the same way. We got Star Wars right now. We have so much cool stuff to talk about. Even if we're debating it, if you like something and I don't, or vice versa. It's still something new that's coming out. Mandalorian's coming out. We got more movies. We got the cartoons. We got there's just so much that we can talk about. And it's not this it's not dead. It's not over. We have all this stuff and it's gonna continue. And that's why I love it. Whether I there's some things I agree with or not, I could go to Walmart right now and buy a new Star Wars toy or a t shirt. You couldn't do that in like ninety-four. It was dead. Mandalorian was awesome. And the storytelling, the character development the way they left you hanging every single episode, it reminds me of great pro wrestling. 100%. And, and I, I couldn't stop. And I was never a Boba Fett fan. Really? I, I was never into Boba Fett. Wow. Like, I didn't know the whole Boba Fett backstory. So when Mandalorian was coming out, so many people were hitting me up on the old Twitter machine like, Bubba, did you see Mandalorian? Did you see Mandalorian? I was like, no. Like, I, I really wasn't interested. And Zach, I think you might have even texted me Hey, did you see it yet? And I was like, I got to check this out. Right. And I think I watched all, all the episodes in maybe, you know, like a day and a half. And it, it, it was awesome. And, and just by what they're talking about for season two, I think it's just going to, now that they have everyone behind it, it's just, I, I think they're just going to keep the ball rolling and just make it better and better. Listen, whether you're reading a book, listening to a song, watching a movie, a television series, or a wrestling match, the common thread in all of those things is storytelling. The best songs tell you a story. The best movies tell you a story. The best wrestling matches tell you a story. And I think that storytelling will always be the foundation of great entertainment. And Mandalorian gave us that. Nice. Well, Brian yep. hasn't seen it, so no. Brian, right? Yeah, that, that's kind of like giving me incentive to watch it. Bubba, let's end it with this. Is there a Bully Ray Ring of Honor figure on the way that we can... 
can leave everyone with a little cliffhanger. Dude, I didn't even know about the 29 action figures that I had, and you expect me to know about it. <laughs> well, it's modern day. I figure you have to. I think there is something in the works that um, I, I have granted approval on. Um, in the like, they, They've sent me some mock-ups, and I do like the way it's coming out. Okay, and it'll, cool, be, cool. it'll be different because it'll just with the different gear and everything like that. So, yeah, maybe sometime, you know, once this whole pandemic opens up and everybody's up and running again, there could be. A new one on the horizon. All right, cool. Well, I'll, I'm definitely going to be itchy and uh, add that one to my collection so I can stiff it and get that Crayola <laughs> marker and get that blood coming from the nose. Oh, man. Where are you guys going next? Uh, well, uh, we're going to the next segment, Bubba. Uh, but we're going to <laughs> Pandemic Pro Wrestling where we sit at home. Well, on that note, Bubba, thanks, thanks for being on the show. We really appreciate it. The fans are going to love it. And we'll try to compile a little list with some pictures for you if you want to scratch that figure. That, that would be Bubba fun. Things. Yeah, you can find some odd Bubba ones, especially the one with the sexy legs. We'll have to get that one for you. I actually have that one. Thank you very much for having me on. It was a lot of fun. And if I ever come across the naked Bubba action figure, I'll be sure to hit you guys up first because Dreamer said you'll spend a boatload on that. I, I 100% will buy that. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Awesome. Thanks, Bubba. Later. Thanks, guys. Well, Bubba, thank you so much. Uh, Bully, Bubba, I don't know what to call you. Mar- Naked Bubba, Mark whatever. Monaco, we appreciate you <laughs> coming on the show. Long Island's own. Us Long Island guys got to stick together, you know. And Bubba, stick around, because up next is the news. You guys need to see what we're doing over at patreon.com slash majorwfpod. If you want more major pod content, exclusive videos, podcasts, and more, our Patreon is where it's at. Four different tiers that get you bonus pods, spin-off shows, exclusive vlogs, behind-the-scene videos, early access to tickets and merch, and even your own exclusive merch and much more. Become a member of our brand new Hard Foundation tier and guarantee yourself our brand new trading cards sent to your house once a month. Finally, don't miss out on our private Facebook community in the Major Pod group where we constantly go live, give away insane prizes, and chat figures with all of you. Patreon.com forward slash Major WF Pod today and join the family. Become a Major Mark for life. Um, I, I know you were going to say maybe not a lot of news this week, but there's one big uh, tidbit that uh huge mind-blowing <laughs> was dropped on uh wrestling figure fans maybe before pro wrestling fans but something's going on well let's save that for last because that's definitely the best because nothing's going to top that we're not, the news isn't a topping segment okay. you actually wait, lead, you, wait, you're supposed to bro, lead with when the you high. turn on the news they, they they start with with the most important story yeah then you let's get the cat say, in the tree. let's just say this it's not <laughs> I'll say it's not showtime, folks. Uh, so apparently, I mean, kind of in a breaking news way, Mattel broke the news that Sting was pulled from the uh, Resurrected Legends line here, um, which uh, has led to the sus- suspicion amongst you know all of pro wrestling that maybe Sting is no longer a contracted WWE legend. As of this recording, we are not sure if that is true. We do know this from Mattel. Due to circumstances out of our control, Sting needed to be removed from Legend Series 7. We'll look to include this figure in a future wave if he becomes available to us again. 
Um, this is, oh man. <laughs> I mean, Mattel had been hyping this Legends like, here they come, they're back. And then we already thought this that, is a, okay, a, this not is a, that big of a deal. But now- A little bit got, of a dick kick, yeah. That's now rough. You got, and this is not Mattel's fault by any means. No, no, I no. I know they were trying. We're not blaming Mattel. This is a circumstance way out of their hands. But, but oh my God, damn. without, without Sting, the return of the Legends line is a repaint of Razor Ramon, <laughs> a seven-year-old man in a weasel outfit, and two Greg the Hammer Valentines. Not the best way to start off the legend. When you say it like that, that's terrible. But the weasel suit is phenomenal. Weasel and suit is, Greg uh, in a in a cool. robe is awesome. So come no, on. No, guys, listen. Greg is cool just because he haven't made a Greg, but yeah. guys, that's all you need guys, is guys, one. Guys, guys, guys. Let me say this. I am a huge supporter of the Legends line. I want it to go to series 1,000. All I collect from Mattel are Legends and Flashbacks. Um, I need this line to succeed. But I just have some serious question some serious doubts here's doubt number one with sting being removed and we understand he had to be this is not anyone who first of all here's another thing mattel as a company corporate steve robert even bill they're not the ones calling these shots here they're the ones who are cool enough to participate and talk to you guys and and be in the facebook group and give us some some news and tidbits so don't be like Harassing corporate Steve that Sting got pulled. It's not. Yeah. It's not Steve. I saw somebody say decision. they dropped the ball today. I'm like, what? <laughs> if, they, if they could have Sting in the lineup, they would have no, him in the lineup. The, the set was about to come out. Mattel sat back, went, Nah, Sting doesn't need to be in there. Let's take right. him yeah. out. Hey guys, I uh. I even inquired. I'm a I'm a broadcast journalist. I inquired. Okay, well, why not? Uh, I said first. I said, is are there like a thousand or thousands of Stings in a warehouse? They said the the set is not in production yet, and I I asked. You know, I was trying to find out an answer. I said, well, why can't you just take a figure from Series 2? And they said, it's too far along in production where if they were to use someone from Series 2 or a different figure, it would delay the wave and Target needs them now, which I understand. Yeah. Business decision. It's business. Um, D Freedom 30 who makes all this awesome stuff, put up every Sting Mattel. And, and you have to think back. They didn't always have this license. They had his likeness right. from 2014 till now. I mean – they literally made everything you could fathom sting-wise, probably except for this pre-crow crow that we're not going to get now. But it's I like mean, you really, you really can't complain. No, you can't complain at all. I don't think there is a classic look that they didn't do, except for this one, which they were going to do. Um, they knocked it out of the park with this stinger. Now, but here are my concerns about the line. First of all, they w- they went up. This is not Mattel's fault again either. They're supposed to go up for pre-order on a Sunday. Went up on a Monday. Not a big deal, <laughs> right? That's so. That's so Target, really. Yeah. I'm worried that the people who ordered from Target, the thousands and thousands, that they're gonna get this figure. Uh, someone asked me um, or asked the pod, how can we ensure that we get these figures mint from Target? My answer: Pray. That's yeah, the only no, way. Yeah, I mean, because I'm afraid they're gonna have that sticker right on the bubble like they usually do. Yeah, that's gonna be tough to. Uh... To ensure, but you know, yeah, like you said. My my other concern is this. This is like, okay, we need to we need to show Target, show Mattel, Legends will thrive and Legends will do good. Now with Sting being taken out, someone's gonna have to replace Sting. And who's it gonna be? Like, is it gonna be another Greg? Or is it gonna be another Bobby Heenan? Yeah, it's rough. I don't know. So, so yeah, guys, so that actually could cause the Tito Santana problem. 
right? Vol- that you've o- mentioned. Oh, uh, peg overpopulation. Yeah. That's yeah. that. That was my initial concern. I was told that that's not going to happen. I was also told, um, like, I, 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 I don't know. I was just ensure that was a different situation. If it is, it is. I think this is a less character um, <sighs> or less figure per case situation. I don't think it's a full twelve. I think it's a six. If I'm not mistaken. It's just a little six pack. It's not well, a what a last guy. minute pull though, too. Like that's crazy, man, right? Yeah. Right before they went up for pre. Well, Mattel, Mattel's at the mercy of these contracts. Like they don't have anything to do with it. You know? Yeah. No, I know. It's just crazy. Um, what was funny is that I posted, um, you know, the, the statement with a picture of uh, the Sting with the big X, and then Cody, you know, Cody, you know, he kind of, you know, is in charge of AEW. <laughs> replies with that that gif with his hand to his ear from yeah. the being the elite <laughs> which caused some other uh speculation um great I plug con- for us <laughs> i was contacted by uh a certain uh wrestling news source asking me if i knew anything about this if there was a mattel official statement and my reply to them was uh wasn't officially posted by mattel mattel social media is the <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Uh, which is true i mean you know, go back, not exactly you go back you, not exactly lying right you look at mattel's instagram right the last thing about a WWE product is mid-april and it's the performance center like Man. come on yeah it's it's, um, it's very bizarre that they have so such a fan base and they don't cater to it on social media is strange it's 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 weird it's the year 2020 but here's the thing the Razor figure is great. Both Greg Valentine's are great. The Bobby Heenan is great. Would, would it have been even better with the Sting? Of course. Does it suck? Yes, but it's nobody's fault. And we, just, we still got to support the line. Hey, and if all these rumors are true, how about the potential of a Jazzwares Sting? Oh, baby. Okay, <laughs> let's, just, let's leave it at that. Well, we talked about it before, uh, the amount of legends that they have. They could... Have some great figures. Yeah. And um, speaking of legends, um, Beardy's Toys. I don't know if you guys remember this. Remember Comic-Con? We, we saw somebody, and he showed us these Hogan rockin' wrestling figures he was making. Yes. 100%. And he's like, don't, he's like, don't put that in the video. And then actually, you know what? You can put it up. Remember yes. that? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, they finally were released this week, and they sold out in three minutes. Wow, how many? Check these out on Instagram. Now, here's the thing. Full disclosure, there was only uh, 25, I believe. Only 25. Handmade, hand-painted. And they come in a nice box. Check it out. Beardy's Toys, Brian. Look at these. It's beautiful. Beardy's Toys? Beardy's. B-E-A-R-D-Y-S Toys. Um, Wait. They look amazing. Can you spell it again? I'm messing this up. B E A R D Y. Oh, beard. Oh, I thought you said beauty. Got it. Boom. Sold out. Oh, it's only 25. Okay. That's cool, though. So I was asking him, I was like, um, what else are you guys making? And he said, uh, check out the Instagram page. They're looking to do the entire line with extra characters that were not in the show, which I find fascinating. That's pretty cool, actually. Also, there's going to be figures from other properties that never had toys, um, like He-Man, Nintendo, sports-related, and other cartoons. So I think this is really, really cool. Did you miss out on this? So I missed out, and I even posted 
I even posted like, damn, I missed out. Congrats. Something like that. Um, and they hit me up. They said, yo, I told you at Comic-Con. We got one for you. Oh. Okay. So I was like, oh, all right, cool. That's, um, that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. And you know, I'm a big Hogan mark, so I need The, the biggest. And, uh, for life. Um, also, did you guys see what Asuka posted a couple days ago? Uh, no, not a picture of her and Bill McKenna holding hands. No. But it was this weird uh, vinyl figure. Do you see that? Mm-mm. If you go to her, her, her Twitter account, or Instagram account, she posted it. I sent it right to Junkyard Dog. Junkyard Dog. <laughs> you know JYD? I don't. Do tell. No, junk Shop Dog. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, dude, what is this? And he said, these are soft vinyl figures made by 16D. Previously in the line have been Andre, Nakamura, Kenny Omega, Nato, Ricky Choshu, uh, Okada, Jushin Liger, Abdullah, and Kota Abushi. So all these legends, and now Asuka, which is pretty damn cool, the new uh, Raw Women's Champion. Wait, but is this like kind of along the lines of what we were just talking about, like the legality of this? I don't know. Yeah, because that's clearly WWE Asuka. This is not what she looked like. I don't know. I have no idea. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, it has the logo. There's the ad. She's got two photos. Oh, okay. It's a it's a real product. That's cool. Oh wow. Um, also, it Josh says release, and she even wrote. Re- <laughs> <laughs> what? Go to. Oh man, everyone, please go to Oscar Oscar's Twitter Instagram. No. She wrote released in Japan in June. The one comment that comes up is Bill McKenna need. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! Yes. Oh my god! Oh my god! Post that, that on our. That is great. Oh my god, that's so good. Oh, it's that's, awesome. That's so so good. Um, anyway, uh, John from Ringside said that Elite Seventy Six might finally be in stock this week or next week. That's that's Otis, the Money in the Bank winner, right? That's that set. Uh, yeah, I, that I knew that Otis because I love Otis and it's so toyetic and it's his first. And you've wrestled him. I don't know if you knew this. And I don't know if you know this, but one time we Hawkins figured it Ryder, out. Hawkins and Ryder wrestled. You do. You I thought that segment that? was going to get way more love on the show. Me too. I thought we would get tons of tweets about that, but not much. Not one tweet about it. I know. Do you have any rebuttal to that, just personally, or just? I I do kind of remember it now. <laughs> I mean, it happened, obviously. <laughs> or so did it? That was before we won the tag team titles. Uh, I honestly, I don't remember that. I don't know. Didn't really matter. We lost. We lost leading up to getting them, and then we lost after we got them all the time. So that's, that's right. like that part's like a blur. And then we never got figures. Do you know that? Um, <laughs> oh God. Um, anyway, all right. Well, that's it for the news. Um, and up next. Is the ringside top 10? The ringside top 10. This episode of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast has been brought to you by Ringside Collectibles, the number one online retailer of WWE action figures. Go to wrestlingfigures.com and make a purchase. And when you do, use discount code MAJOR at checkout to save 10%. Brand new figures, how much do you spend? Rings 
I'm reading. So I text John. Asked for the ringside top 10. He gives it to me. And I said, thanks. Any news? He goes, no bigger news than Stinked AEW. <laughs> confirmed. Uh, we don't know if that's true, confirmed. guys. AEW Borden, confirmed. Steve Borden called true. John from ringside. It's confirmed. Uh, breaking. As first reported by the major <laughs> Wrestling Rear podcast. I would love that. I would love that too. Uh, All right, the ringside top 10. Number 10, Dead Man's Revenge, Undertaker as Kane. Number 9, Otis from Heavy Machinery. Ooh, this is crazy. Number 8, a little bit of the bubbly, Jericho. What's go- what the heck is going on, folks? 7, Bianca Belair. 6, Hulk Rules, ringside exclusive. 5, The Brood Hardy Boys, ringside exclusive. 4, Unrivaled, set of 6. Um, number three, the authentic scale wrestling ring. And guys, we still got to make those King of the Ring bracket. I forgot. Sorry, my bad. We got a lot going on Next week, I'll get the brackets. All right. Next week, I'll get the brackets. Can someone, Mark, can you remind me to get the brackets next week? Yes. Brian, can you remind me to remind Matt? I will remind Mark to remind Matt that the brackets, brackets check. Number two, heavy machinery, um, Otis and his partner. And number one, it's not the Edgeheads, guys. (sighs) It's the Fiend and Bray Wyatt. We're off the top ten again. Oh my god, guys! I understand pre-order. We need. I blame Mattel and everybody for not supplying better and new promo picks. Yeah, what is? I don't understand. I don't know. We got, I gotta get people excited. I'm not gonna complain about getting the figure. I love the figure. Our last ever WWE figure, which is cool because it's like our first look, kind of. But. We never wore the jackets. Yeah. And it's a very lazy photo session went down. Right. And and people want to see Edge's tats. People want to see us with the tats. Yeah. So I don't know. See it. Right. Anyway, that's it. That's it for the ringside. Top ten. Okay. And up next is the incarnation of domination. The incarnation of domination. We in the house shook crew, this our ride or die Bout to come watch Hawkins and Ryder die All up in the place and we bring in the noise For all you grown men still playing with toys Y'all are virgins like the major brothers But at least they go home and play with each other Uh, Bryce, Bobby and Max could rip it Crunching all your bones like it's Jack Pacific I'm so fresh like a mint on card It's weird that these dolls make your ass all hard Grow up, act your age, you got a kid's brain Push you off the stage, that's gotta be Kane Bragging about rare figures and it's kinda lame The real limited run was your title reign Word life The incarnation of domination Incar- well, Mark's on his phone the whole time. <laughs> they tell me to look at things, so I look at them. Keep this all in, Mark. 
Incarnation Domination weekly segment. Hard Foundation member picks the, the character. We say what our favorite figures are. Marky, who won? Or who who, who are we getting? Uh, two people picked this name this week. Tom E. Troll Jr. and Chris oh. Kaler both picked... Ooh, Chavo. Ooh, Chavo. I like that because we... Ooh. We, we we discovered that Chavo scratches that figure itch uh, last week on Instagram. I posted that, and he instantly wrote, only mine. <laughs> I, I think that's cool. I respect that. No, it's fine. But he he doesn't mean just him because he has two packs on there, which mean he has a Hornswoggle figure. Yes. I uh, saw that's literally in the picture, him and so, Hornswoggle, and I said to myself, he has a figure with Hornswoggle? I had yeah, no you know, you that know was a big feud. Uh, so for those that don't understand, Chavo put a picture on his Instagram. He's really showing that he's flexing in his home gym, but behind him is a freaking wall of all his action figures. Oh, I was going to say that now that I got the child um, figure, the, the Baby Yoda, that Hornswoggle is now not the smallest six-inch scale figure <laughs> ever made. It's now the child. Oh, wow. Huh. Cool. So congratulations, right. Dylan. All right. Uh I put in Chavo Guerrero figure on eBay, and I went to highest priced. Uh, this uh, right off the bat one I totally forgot about. A treacherous trios with Ray King Bucha and Chavo is in street clothes. Street clothes. And like a fake affliction shirt. That's right. Oh, my God. Uh, the first Chavo that comes out, and listen, at the time, super cool, was Ruthless Aggression Series 1 because you have Cena. That's a big the deal. The Rock. Yeah. I don't have the Rock. Sorry, Brock. Why did I say the Rock? Cena, Brock, Orton, uh, Eric Bischoff, Chavo, Ray, and like Chavo was like in WCW forever with no fig. So to get this figure was pretty cool. But then they reused this head scan forever when he changed his look and got like the beard and the buzz cut. Uh, the head scan was like criminally used forever. So that kind of like in in retrospect, like timeline wise, like kind of puts a downplay on his figures. But that first one was like. I don't know if you recall this, but like pre Los Guerreros, do you really remember him doing like anything? Like he kind of. That's what I'm saying. It was like in, w- was just in w- WCW. But in WWE. Right. But he was just like in the WCW invasion, like kind of. And then he, but then he was on SmackDown because he like worked a lot of Ray's like first matches and stuff. Right. But that's like it. So that was kind of cool to get someone it was like super that. Super cool. Yeah. Um, I'm still looking for his WrestleMania 20 figure with that same head. I can. It's the only WrestleMania 20 figure I'm missing. That's got to be the most rare, correct? 100%. Easily. Toys R Us exclusive. Easily, yeah. I always dug uh, Series 13 because he has the do-rag. Oh, but Is that he's wearing purple? Yeah. That's a good one, too, but he shouldn't be having that head. Yeah, it's in, a, in the time period. But it's fine. I mean, you can... Actually, twenty Series 21 is the first time the head... The new the new scan comes out. Also... Hey, you got... Oh, you my God. Wonder. Good for Chavo because... Uh, some procedures that he's had has really worked, huh? Me and Chavo talk about hair all the time. Oh, man. my God. Um, Look at that. that what, what I always the, love about Chavo, <laughs> what I always love about Chavo is he used to shave in, like, the triangle in the back of his neck. So, like, you know, you're the barber. Sometimes you get to ask you if you want to square it up, you mm-hmm. know, or, like, you know, you know, like, curve it up, whatever. Chavo would get, like, a triangle. You know, like it was like it was cool, and I remember like two years ago, like from like a hundred feet away, I'm at Morrison's wedding. I saw that triangle. I'm like, that's gotta be Chavo. Oh, man. Up, that's pretty funny. Give a big hug. I'm like, I saw that triangle. I knew it was you. I haven't seen him since he left WWE. I don't think. I don't think I ran into him once in my whole my whole indie run last time. Wow. 
That's funny. Um, I'm trying uh, to think of these figures. Deluxe Aggression. I mean, he had a hell of a run. Um, his Mattels are pretty easy to run through because he had uh, the Battle Pack with Swaggle and I believe the the Elite, and that's it. But the Elite is the one and only Chavo that has the Poncho. Ooh, is, that's very cool. Which is pretty damn cool to me. I teamed with, well, we both did with La Familia, but then I, I did like a, a tag team with him once on like main event or superstars, whatever it was called at the time. Uh, Chavo was always super cool to us. Like, and Chavo, we would go out and party all the time. And it is a funny story. The shirt's coming off, baby. The shirt. Well, first of all, the shirt would always come off in public. Chavo, the shirt, in public at the bar, always shirt on. off. Yep. Always dancing. On. So listen to this. So I, in my real life, was doing like the woo 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 thing, like at bars and stuff. And I was like drunk and being an idiot. And I was doing it in Laredo at some club that Chavo had brought us to. And Miz and Morrison had heard it and thought it was so ridiculous. They brought us onto their dirt sheet so we could like do the shtick there. So it's all because of Chavo and that Laredo club. Really? Huh. Yeah. I didn't put that all together, but you're probably right. Um, um, I, I have a funny Chavo story. You probably won't appreciate me telling this. But one, <laughs> one time, I want to say in like 2011-ish, you know, you show up to work and it's whatever the show, probably superstars at that time. And it's me and Chavo versus Chris Masters and JTG. And he was not pleased to be in this match. Literally was like, oh, get the f- out of here and like stormed off <laughs> to the point where like he wouldn't even discuss it with us. So like the three of us just kind of, you know, brainstormed and put some stuff together or whatever. And then uh, <laughs> I guess he finally like. Or he was attempting to cool off. I don't know. He finally came up to us and was like, well, what's going on? And we're like, well, and we kind of like laid out all these things that we plan to do. And he goes, "What? I'm the vet. You guys are just going to call the whole match? Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, but those are those are some pretty good ideas, though. Okay, well, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that, he's a good dude, man. He's pretty funny. And we actually, I remember that tag match was like way better than it should have been. Like, you know, I mean, it's one of those nights where like, you know, you're on that, that B-level show, but you have a A-level match. So it was fun. What about that time we wrestled Chavo and Jamie Noble on SmackDown as oh, the Major Brothers? Oh my God! Could anything go ro- more wrong oh, in this match? It was one like one of the worst matches in my career to this day. Oh, wow. so bad. Uh, kind of the same scenario. Like they were not thrilled to be putting the Major Brothers over. And I have uh, to look this matchup. A bad night. I remember bad I night in the to, office. I I remember like first like Jamie Noble's like y'all from Tough Enough. <laughs> Yeah, like, no. We met Noble. Uh, out, we then, met Noble out at the ring to like put some stuff together. And he's like, "Y'all from Tough Enough, right?" And we were like so baffled. We were like, "What are you talking about?" No. Um, but that's how I we started I was, it. I was supposed to go over on Jamie, and then <laughs> they switched it. It said Jamie wasn't important enough for me to beat, so he's pissed. And then I gotta beat Jabo, who thinks the cruiserweight champion at the time. Who, so he's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty bad, yeah. And then I, I beat Chavo with a big missile uh, top rope missile dropkick, and I was so nervous I almost slipped off the top rope. If you go watch it back, <laughs> we're unreal nervous and green, and these guys are like unreal grizzled and not thrilled to be in there with us. And the other aspect of it that I remember, which I haven't watched in years and years and years, but like. It's a taped SmackDown, and it's not edited at all. And there's like botches and like oh, awkward no. moments, and like there's like, this like the? I don't know what exactly happened, but one of our moves like a double leapfrog or something like that, and we're supposed to do with Jamie, but for some reason we try to do it with Chavo, I don't know and we do the double this. leapfrog, and, and Chavo's like, 
this. He doesn't know because, like, obviously we're doing it the wrong guy. We didn't call it. He just, as a pro, total pro, just rolls under it. Yeah, he does like a little like lucha roll under this botch double. And oh, we're so like bad. both standing there, like, what the? Oh, f- what do we do now? So oh, uh, I, I think I am they keep it all in instantly. Uh, I can't wait. But Chavo, one of my favorite people in the business, and he's I'm a, glad that he's got so many toys. I'm looking at this: a Kane two pack. I mean, he was ECW champion at one I point. I think that two pack is representing that feud. And he's—I didn't realize this. He's got a bootleg, uh, not bootleg, but Jack's Backlash Titantron. Really? Yeah. What about this micro brawl or building brawler? Yes, I knew that. That was at the very end, right? So many cool things. Um, I would love if uh, Mattel would make like a Los Guerreros. Two pack. I would love that too, actually. Well, I need a I need a Pepe. That's what I need. Actually, yeah, I oh, think I'm, I'm gonna. Yes. Since we have Chavo from when he was on the roster, I'd rather a, a like a more vintage, like Mark said, like a WCW Chavo. If now, if we were to get one, there was plans for a Kerwin White. That would hmm. be cool too. To be honest with you, now, I feel like there had to have been because when the Spirit Squad was was so popular on TV, Nikki. Or Nick Nemeth, the caddy, was like the first one by months. I feel like they had that head sculpt ready to go, and this is just me guessing. I feel like honestly, that's a, that's Kerwin a very White good uh, guess because he comes out like way earlier than everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a bad. And guess. I feel I feel because like they had the the head scan ready for uh, the caddy, Nick Nemeth, and um, and Kerwin. Might have to uh, text old Jeremy Padauer and see if he's got any recollection on that. Um. So yeah, Chavo. Oh my God, there's a Chavo Matt Hardy too. Man, remember the Chavo of Johnny the Bull, Adrenaline, bro. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. And that's how the only way to get Johnny the Bull. Yeah. Holy smokes. He's had Chavo, some, he's so had, many figures. He's had some random ass two packs. Um. Yeah, I mean, he's just one of those those cool guys in wrestling. You know, some people are yeah. super cool always, and never change. You know, always, always, always good to us, and he definitely didn't have to be. Definitely didn't have to. The be. best he incarnation really segment ever. Bro. They need to make a, a, like a, a Chavo in street clothes, removable. Broski, I found this Chavo sixty six ninety eight. Buy it now. One left. Of um, the one I need. Yeah. Where? Walmart dot com. Uh, really? How much is it? Sixty six ninety eight. Only one left. Oh my god, that's a lot of money. I mean, if you can't find it, and it's been months. Chavo, should I do like a live purchase right here? That'd be cool. That, and that will be the incarnation right there. We don't have to even make picks. Oh, it's from... Oh, first of all, there's another two-pack right here. Chavo and Ray, where he's like the silver surfer. I, lo- I think that's actually... I just saw that, too. That's really cool, because that's happened at SummerSlam 2007. But this is from uh, ripoff.com. I mean, toywiz.com. Oh. That's it says, sold by toywiz. Ripoff.com. So why don't you just get it? No, I'll do, add to cart. <laughs> I mean, that's their business model, to be honest with you. They they hold on to stuff until yeah. it, you know, until you have to get it. Yeah, ripoff.com. Um, let's see here. Check out. Do I at least get free shipping? <laughs> All right, it says free shipping. That's not terrible, then. There you go. All right, it's coming. <laughs> Chavo! Perfect. Right. You're welcome. Awesome. Thanks, Chavo. I mean, I don't know what I'm thanking you for, but thanks for being a cool dude and for all that hair advice. <laughs> I mean, he's really worked for him because some of these reference shots on the uh, old figures and what he looks like now, he looks great. He's the best. All right. And up next is the WTF figure of the week. I was gifted this figure, and it's kind of lame. The person on the box and the toy don't look the same. The paint ain't right. The joints aren't tight. 
All right, the WTF figure of the week is a figure where you look at it and you say, what the beep uh, do you guys have one this week? Uh, this is your segment, broski. Okay. <laughs> I do have one this week. Yeah, I figured. It was something that I saw on eBay and I thought that someone was trying to sell some sort of like fig swap. But after I did more research, it is true. It is a classic intercontinental title for kids. It does not say classic superstars on the packaging at all. Uh-huh. And the figure that it comes with is a current day at the time, Johnny Nitro. You sure this is not like what you just said? I, yep. Do the research. <laughs> Type in Jack in Google, Jack's Johnny Nitro Intercontinental title. I mean, that's just like a really dumbass mistake. It will come. Wait, Jack's, and it will come up? There's got to be so many. Yeah. Jack's Johnny Nitro Intercontinental. Okay. It's like the first two things. Yep, I see it. Wow. Isn't that so odd? Very odd. So I probably wouldn't have purchased this because it's uh that nitro came out in the blue. I don't think it did. I think you're thinking of something and this isn't what you're thinking of. That's not the one that comes with like animal or something? I think the one with animal has the big brock torso and this is like the ripped up one. Oh, so I probably would have gotten this. You see what I'm saying here? Yeah, that's like... It's just a so what the F. It's a brutal mistake. Mark, are you falling asleep over there? Nope. Do you understand why this is WTF? Have you been looking? Yeah, wrong belt. <laughs> I looked. But it, what's weird about this era, they made some weird mess ups. Like there's a cruiserweight title with Gregory Helms and it says classic superstars on it. So I had to count it. Right. That's so, you, yeah, you've like, talked about that. That's so dumb, man. I wouldn't, uh, for you to count it, it's so dumb. It's so dumb for Jax to make the mistake in the first place, but it's so dumb for you to count that. Well, if this had the label, I would have to count this too. But luckily it does not. Weird. And it's a weird WTF. That's so Jax. That is so Jax. And up next is the Q&A. And the Q&A this week is brought to you by Blue Chew. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. If you're like us, all it takes is finding a rare action figure on the shelves to get you H-A-R-D. But what if there's distribution problems and the pegs are all empty? That's where Blue Chew comes in. That's blue. Like the color blue. Like the color of the first Hasbro ring. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on an empty stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. So best of all, no more awkwardness. They are made in the USA, and since Blue Chew ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we have a special deal for you our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use special promo code MAJOR at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com promo code MAJOR to try for free. 
Not only did I end my losing streak at WrestleMania, but I ended it in the bedroom by using Bluetooth. When I tried Blue Chew, my partner was so satisfied that she was saying, Blue Chew, 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 you know it. If you have a question for Matt and Brian, just use the hashtag AskMajorPod. And if they read your query, you receive a signed 8 by 10 A blue chew signed 8 by 10 It'll get you H-A-R-D. Oh, bro. D Freedom 30 <laughs> sent me a picture of my tongue out, covered in blue, blue juice. It was a live shot. Live shot. Live shot from the, um, from the living room. Broski did reference shots with it. <laughs> uh, blue chew is something that in this quarantine, um, I mean, you just got to take some extra, right? I mean, what are you, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, blue chew, baby. Yeah, I mean, what, what are you doing on a Saturday night? You're not going anywhere. So. Where are you going on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right. Sunday? Yeah. Take that blue chew. Um, and if you're single, take it and make love to yourself. <laughs> that's definitely a, a Lou Gallows. Uh, I can picture him doing that. Yeah. Lou Gallows, he's remarried now, guys, okay? That's right. Uh, uh, but anyway, guys, if you ask us a question on the podcast, Twitter at MajorWPod, hashtag AskMajorPod. If we read it on air, we'll send you a 8x10. This week, it's the the Blue Chew one. Um, it wasn't supposed to be, but Brian, you put that tweet out, so it had to be. All right, so who's going to start? I'll start. Uh, where's my question? I got a lot of screenshots on my phone here. Okay. Uh, I thought this was a little fun. This is from Frankie at Frankie M underscore 10. Tell us about your appearances in TV and film outside of the WWE. Uh, Macardona and Toy Hunter. Brian Myers was on Silent Library and the movie Romance in the Digital Age. Am I missing any others? How did these appearances come about? What was the process like filming these shows? Hashtag ask major pot. I mean, we don't have enough time to really go nuts. Um, uh, th- that Silent Library episode was an appearance in 2010. We did it in the fall. It's one of those days I had so much fun. Like I really remember everything like so vividly. Um, plus, it was just so fun. It was like all my friends, like uh, Ziggler and Beretta and Croft, uh, Masters and JTG. Like, um, and I'll say this: uh, we thought it was you know Silent Library on MTV was a pretty big show at the time. Um, we thought that it was all work. Like we just thought we were filming some dumb show. Like we did not think we'd actually be participating in things. And we got like a quick little briefing and we kind of didn't really think much of it. And then like we started rolling and like everything was legit as hell. Like just doing all this crazy stuff, like hitting each other in the nuts and eating gross stuff. And JTG like legit puked. And like we were just, but it was like, crazy fun like i i remember going back to the hotel that night and my face was like in pain from laughter from all day like laughter and smiling like that's how much fun it was because it was also real we were like pretty caught off guard 
um wound up having a really fun time um so that's all about people ask me about that all the time they've they've been that's 10 years ago and that's been playing on mtv and mtv's networks for 10 years and just all the time people bring it up because it's just always on um but it was a lot of fun uh and then we can both kind of half tell this story romance in the digital age is a film that i did in my time away from wwe and um i had a blast uh it was awesome it was my first movie um i actually like while i was gone i got a like kind of a partial agent to get me i would i would go for like all kinds of stuff i read for all different like uh series and commercials and i would go on auditions all the time because like in you know most things go down in manhattan and it was easy little train ride and my as a pro wrestler my weekdays were pretty free and it was very you know fun for me um so I, I had a blast. I actually think the movie is really good. Uh, it's a Christmas comedy, uh, romance in the digital age. Look it up. Um, Broski can tell his part of that. Well, my part's pretty quick. Um, <laughs> I was offered the role, and when I asked WWE, um, I was told that Vince McMahon, who there's no way he knew anything about this, but Vince McMahon said I couldn't do it. So, <laughs> so I did. I um, I got the role, and I had no idea you had anything to do with it. So. Yeah. Right. Um but I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad Vinnie Mac said that to you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um and as for me, uh let's see. I mean I did Toy Hunter, which still pops up on time to time from time to time. And I will say this, it's I mean, I, I love Jordan, I love Toy Hunter, I love that show. Um But if I were to ever do a toy related show, I'd want it listen, I think the cat's out of the bag with reality TV. I think everybody knows that a lot of it is set up, and I would I would never want to do something um, Obvi- that wasn't obviously super fake, authentic. Yeah, right. And listen, there's good, I understand. There's there's a story to tell. Blah blah blah. It's gotta be entertaining. I get it. But for this, um, they were asking me like, what toys were I look was I looking for? And they were saying like, oh, we can't find this. We can't find that. And like, I'm like, it's on eBay right now. What do you mean you can't find it? Yeah. Um, so like. What they had to do is they bought it, right? And then like they pretended that they found it somewhere. So I walk into the store and like, oh, here's the thing you were asking for. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why I had sent them the link. Yeah, I don't know why that. I I completely get what you're saying. Like when I f- I used to like Storage Wars, and then when I found out it was completely fake, it just like sucked the wind out of it for me. I I like Pawn Stars because I don't necessarily believe what's going on. But they at least like educate you about everything, so there's like a reason right. for me to watch that, and I enjoy that. Right. Um, so yeah, each his own. I mean, those are very popular shows that people watch and like listen, crazy. I, I love being on the show; it's cool uh, exposure, cool experience. And I remember, I remember when I went to um, this is the time where like you know you had to ask, you know, like to do anything for WWE. Uh-huh. And I, when I was talking to people from Toy Hunter, they said that they had asked for me and you previously, and WWE had said no. <laughs> of course. So uh, never, I'm, like, never, I'm like, hey, I know you've said no before. I'll never, really this is important to me. Um, I'll never understand still, that. Know, yeah, I'm still happy and proud of the episode. It's cool. And I haven't. I don't think I've done anything else outside of. Uh, Have you done any? I'm say you've done no acting whatsoever. Huh? No, I, I mean I read for. Uh, is it, is it Bebop or Rocksteady? I did, as did I. Uh, which I did not get. That I really for, think... That it was Seamus' role in the second Ninja Turtles film, wherever he is. And I really think it was definitely going to be Seamus' role regardless. But, and that they just, it was like me, Daniel Bryan, Cody, I think. Yeah, but like, 
I wasn't in WWE at the time, and my casting agent lady was like, I don't know why, but they want a pro wrestler to be this this character. So like that's why I got to read for it. Uh, I know hey, listen, I, I know did great. I know, but I know other wrestlers who weren't with WWE that read for it. You know, I took it very seriously. Oh. I was like, this could be a like life changing. Uh, get you know I was like oh for sure um, bro you never like pegged or talked to about doing a WWE film at all broski we read for Marine too both of us we read for Marine too the other uh, funny thing about doing the movie that I remember Mark you can kind of relate to this like my first day first scene I'm like you know memorizing this line and whatever the scene and I uh, you know action I go up and I do it and I'm like deliver the line whatever and the guy's like alright great uh, let's do it again and I'm like what? Oh, this isn't, you know, wrestling is like so insane. Like one take, that's all it is. Live, done. Like, oh, wait, I can do this over and over until it's like perfect. Right, <laughs> Such right, a right. weird, I don't know why that it was like so like bizarre for me to be like, oh, there's not like pressure in this at all. Like I can do this all day long. Like, and then, you know, obviously it gets better and better and better and, you know, more comfortable. But it's so weird to go like that's, that's, that's the big difference in pro wrestling. Right. And and sometimes you you get a better idea from, you know, it might be you walk into the room and you yell something, but as doing it you realize, oh, maybe you shouldn't yell, you should whatever. So yeah. then you really perfect that scene. Whereas in wrestling it happens all the time where you're like think it's a good idea, you do it and you're later on you're like that was a yeah, horrible but then, idea. Then it, yeah, but then in the back you go like, oh, in retrospect, maybe we should and this or that, you know. This yeah, is tough. Exactly. Live and learn, they say. Um well, so real quick, uh I was not really anything mainstream on camera, but before, uh, so right after grad school, I worked for a filmmaker. I don't know if you even know if you know this, but I worked for a filmmaker for two years, and uh, the main thing that I worked on was a film called If a Tree Falls, the story of the Earth Liberation Front, and it was nominated for an Oscar that year uh, in the documentary. uh, Wait, you're in it or you worked on it? It's a documentary, and it was a small team. It was the filmmaker was Marshall Curry, and it was a team of four of us, and we made this movie. And I was wow. the assistant editor. So, well, that's very cool, Mark. Yeah, um, I'm back. By the way, Broski's oh. doing something furiously, so I'll quickly answer oh ask God. this question. Yeah, you're up. Uh, B Dilly at Titan Forever two four eight eight. When you fig fed it as kids, fig fed it. He's fig fed it. I, I like that. I actually. like that. Uh, did either of you audibly do your own commentary? If so, did you do it in a real voice as like JR or et cetera? Or did you do the commentary? I would set a Peter Parker action figure at the table as a representation of my commentator, asked Major Pod. I certainly, you obviously did commentary. How else do you play? But I did commentary as myself. Man, I'm trying to think. I mean, I definitely during the bone crunching days had like the King and Jr. And I might have been yeah. Like, when, I hey, mean, King, once there was, what do you think about that? For sure, like, once make, once those figures came the out, voices. once those came out, I for sure was them and they were part of it. But I'm trying to think pre having a King and Jim Ross figure. What did I do? I must. I would do it. I was the president. Of the new WWF, so I would do the commentary. I the didn't have that. I must have faked it and pretended I was just Jr. and like, like you know, dubbed over. That's what oh, I had bro. to do. Our I commentators have, like, were Mark and Steve Negron. That's the commentators. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Does Steve Negron Mark have and Steve any... Negron, like, they were brothers? Does, no, does... Mark Rattel and Steve Negron were the commentators. <laughs> Steve Negron have any idea how much his name comes up on this show? <laughs> I try to explain it to him. He doesn't get it. <laughs> Can we get him to open the show one week? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll ask him. That would be good. <laughs> um, that's a cool question. Yeah, I mean... I think once the you know the Jr. and the King and stuff like that, I but there's no way I was doing the 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 salsa. You know, I, there's no I way think I was like doing that. Attitude Era, Bone Cruncher play. I'm doing full blown Jr. like sound bites and like going I don't, going after it. I might have been saying it's a slobber knocker, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's no way I was like doing the hey, accent. That, back that and forth. Matt Cardona's tougher than a two dollar steak. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure we said oh <laughs> my sure oh my god a million times. Yeah, that yeah for sure. Um. John Gravina, he Desperado, he was the official uh, announcer for WTW, but we didn't have figs. We do now, but we didn't think. Yeah, he doesn't have a garden um, home anymore either. That's right. Uh, all right, my question, uh, pretty interesting question. Um, it is from at our wolf nineteen eighty four. Do you have any Titan Tower memories? <laughs> oh God. Well, I mean, this is I, I'm uh, sure this is coming off the Money in the Bank, which, by the way, what a weird match. Like, <laughs> cool, in theory. Uh, um, but as a kid, uh, I would drive past Titan Tower so many times going from yes, and have a uh, heart New attack. York to other places I was vacationing or going. I think my... my, uh, my it was always like the coolest moment of the trip. My brother-in-law still drives by and has a heart attack when he sees it. Yeah. Um, right. Anytime I pass that as a kid, my parents, you know, if you're sleeping in the car or whatever, going on some vacation or road trip, oh, my God, you know, just to see the logo that big and, like, oh man, never forget it. Um, do you <laughs> do you want to get into this story? So there's a few times. I remember Nova took us there, Simon Dean. Okay, but that's the that's not the first time. Are you sure it's not? I'm pretty... Uh, I feel like he took us there. I don't know why we were there, but we were there with him. It, was it developmental? Man, no, I'm trying to figure this out. We definitely work out in the gym, yeah. which is awesome. So, Simon Dean, Nova, like really, to this day, I talk to him almost every day. He's one of, you know, one of my better friends in the business, and uh, he like just took a liking to us. I think he realized how much we like really just loved wrestling, and he was our boss at one point and he like just brought us in. We got a pump in the gym. He took yeah. us like took us around and just a few people. We raided like the merch closet and had like this awesome day. But um. when we also <laughs> Oh man. When we <laughs> when we first well, you've started, told this story on the Off Top Rope podcast. Who did? Is this the Balls Mahoney story? Yes, yes. 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 So uh like when we first started in 07 on the road, there was this weird thing where somebody was like, these guys need to go to the office and know these people are working for them. Like, I think that was like the idea behind it, the initiative, you know? So you went, you literally went on a tour. It was three, three talents were assigned for each tour. So finally our tour day comes and it's Brett Major, Brian Major and Balls Mahoney. Oh boy. So... Uh, we all drove in. Maybe that was the maybe that was the idea behind it because Balls lived in Jersey and we all both lived in New York. I don't know. So he's like late. He finally gets there, and now like the Nova one when we went, I can't remember which came first, but we like you know we're hanging out with him and he's just kind of taking us around. This was like a scheduled right. thing where sure. we go to this department, we meet this guy, like everything, and then it like ends with going to Shane McMahon's office. 
and talking to him about and everyone everyone you sat with sat and told you like we're the merch department this is what we do we're the live event department this is what we do and like they're very like you know we're dressed nice <laughs> you know so balls mahoney comes in he's late looking like only balls mahoney can <laughs> i mean in the year or whatever we were on the road with him he only wore and i don't even think he wore this he only wore this disgusting like purple polo shirt <laughs> And that was it. Like every week, the same nasty, disgusting polo shirt and like a leather jacket. And then uh, he was late and he said a tree branch fell on his windshield overnight or something and broke his windshield or whatever. And that's why he was late. And then every department we went to, of course, he's, you know, he's Balls Mahoney. He's very, uh, you know, he's one of a kind. Let's just say that. But everywhere we went, he would have to tell retell the story of his morning <laughs> to every department i'm talking like you know seven eight different departments he goes ah tree branch for all my own like all over everyone but so we were pretty like enough of balls money by the time the thing ended. and it ended with being in shane's uh office and then the only other funny little thing i remember is he had like a stack of like not merch there weren't merch because i don't remember the member being for sale but shane baseball like shane o'mac baseball jerseys yeah. And like we were like kind of fishing like to get one, right? And he was like, "No, you haven't earned one of those yet, kid, or whatever." He's like, "Get on out of here," or something like that. Um, I don't remember what time I was at the office for so many weird times. Um, I don't know if you were here for this one or if I was by myself because I would go a lot. Like, um, if I was filming stuff for that Ice Z show that was on the Classics on Demand, I went first. A classic on demand thing too, right? And it wasn't. Sometimes it wasn't quite in the tower. Sometimes I had to go to the tower for certain things. But I remember, like you know, everyone would have like cool stuff on their desk and stuff like that. And I remember I was walking past somebody's desk, and they had the the Vader uh, foam finger, and I needed it so bad because I I've been searching for forever, uh, and the person was kind enough to give it to me that's, on their desk. That's wild. Oh wow. Um, I, I, I've been to every building. There's like a studio building. I've been to the warehouse with all the cool artifacts. I've been to the tower a bunch of times. Yeah, for that Ice Z, it would be like uh, every month it would be on. This is like before the network. And I would go and they, you know, they, a car service would pick me up. I'd go. They'd give me like breakfast, like hair and makeup. Like Why? you'd be like a real star. Why were we there that time? Um, <laughs> this is the funniest thing. It was like way after the Edgehead run, we were there, and Carano had the DVD of Ricky Ortiz botching the springboard on his desk, and we tried to get it from him. <laughs> why were we there? I, I don't know. There's a there's a bunch of times where I'm like, why was I there? I remember once yeah. I went to go visit Joey Styles. <laughs> what? Like I uh, think maybe I was doing the Ice Three, and he's like, oh, come, come say hi, come say hello to me at the tower, and because I, I was like in charge of like dot com then. Um, the. Uh, Ricky Ortiz botched the springboard on WWE ECW. And, like, I mean, the boys got a pretty good laugh. I think it was edited like it's never been seen. And then, <laughs> for whatever reason, we're, like, waiting to see somebody, like Johnny or something. And we're sitting in Carano's office, and he has, like, a burnt copy of just that match. And we're sitting there, and we go, yo, why do you have that? And we're like, uh, let's, let, we need it. He's like, no, no, no. And he wound up, <laughs> he, he wound up like putting it in for us and we just kept watching it over and over and laughing. But I It no just popped we in my there. head why we went. Why? This is, Mark, you always say like you love when we tell wrestling stories. Yeah. Well, here's a wrestling story for you. Um, so when the Edgeheads, when Edge got hurt 
we we had a meeting. I remember Vince was in there. I feel like Stephanie was in there too. No, no, not at not at Stanford. And they told us they were, we were breaking up. Oh, they told us we were gonna yeah. break up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they told us we were gonna break up, and that uh, we were gonna come up with new gimmicks, and have meetings, and the meetings never happened. And we just kept coming to TV and like losing to Great Khali or losing to Finley and Hornswoggle. But then, me and you, we filmed promos on our own. Like this video is still out there. Then my cousin John edited it. Oh yeah, remember with a little bit of like woo woo stuff. With with where I'm like the woo 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 guy and you're like the straight man. Yeah yeah. And we filmed things like we're playing with action figures. Oh yeah. And you walk in on me and and like pick, and we're at the bar picking up chicks at a bar. Yeah. Holy shit. Went. I forgot all and about we, this. Remember that? And then, and we actually went to the office and we pitched it to like Ed and Dave Kapoor. And that's it though, huh? And no, never, nothing ever happened. Yeah, I say I don't have any memory of like talking to John or like anyone important or like like oh hot not important but high powered like Vince like there's no way. Oh no 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 no! But, but like we Ed did go and, and Kapoor were, were were the head honchos. Yeah like. yeah yeah. Okay. I gotta and see I, this I, video. I, How do I see? I it? also have this. I also have this memory of eating lunch with Howard Finkel. Were you there? or Was that a different? Yeah time? yeah. That's I think that's like the same day. Yeah. Yeah. So that video definitely exists. My cousin John, he's he edit, we, like, he's the one who did I it. I went yeah. out and I bought a camera. We filmed it, and then he edited it, and it was called "The Sweet Life of Zach and uh, Zach and Curry. Yeah, yeah. It's probably on the internet somewhere right now. Hmm. I don't think we. I I think that was in the times where like if you were to put that out on your own, you'd be in trouble. So I don't think we ever put it out like on YouTube. I, I don't know. I'm gonna ask my cousin right now. That's very interesting. That's funny that you brought I, that up. You know what's funny? Normally, I'm the one that's like real sharp. I have like very vague memories of all this stuff. Like I totally remember. It's like wh- it's on the internet. Yeah. That's on YouTube. Who? Who? Oh my God! How, Mark, can you rip that and put it on our channel? Yes. Our stuff? Yes. Seriously, can you do it tonight? Yeah. Is that just on you YouTube? That it's who's, on. Who's? Yeah, she, ten years ago. Wow. And isn't there one like in the gym? I'm in the gym. This isn't. Isn't it all the same? There's like three moments. There's like one where. Well, yeah, it's all one video. But there's one where in your bedroom and I'm playing with figures. Yeah, that's the opening one. one. In the gym and one at a bar. The bar where I'm trying to pick up a chick and you like cock block me. And then the gym is the last scene. Yeah. Which is really shot at my gym. <laughs> Mark, you got to rip that and put it up. Okay, I'll do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- there was nothing cooler than going to... Uh, it'd be, cool, tower, it'd be cool if your cousin has the real one because this quality is uh, brutal. I'll, it's a- like I'll ask game, right game Boy graphics. You know what else, you know what else was a cool memory? You know, like, there's that one part in the office, um, I'm sure it's still there, where it's like just a, a wall of, like, the champions yeah. and they're on these like huge ass photos. Yeah. Like I went once and I, my photo of me with the U S title oh, was that's up. Cool. I remember, wow. s- remember sitting in the lobby and the receptionist kept getting calls and she was going world wrestling federation. Please hold one moment. <laughs> world wrestling federation. <laughs> please hold. Isn't that from uh, the documentary? Beyond the bat. That's beyond yeah. the bat. That didn't really happen. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, all right guys. World wrestling federation. Please hold one moment. <laughs> Uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Um, we had a lot of fun. It's been a long time. Chelsea's texting me. You left the door open. All right. I'm a little too loud. I'm sorry. Jeez. 
But because um, right. that's it. All right. All right, great show. Talk Remember, to you guys this week. Lot, lots to talk about. I gotta go figure out. Where, I gotta go figure out where I'm gonna put this Zack Ryder garden gnome I just won. <laughs> uh, peace. Peace. everybody this is smart mark sterling producer of the major wrestling figure podcast and have you ever asked yourself what match should i watch or what beer should i have well it's time to let the off the hop rope podcast help you decide it should be the perfect beer for the perfect match that's why each week we enjoy and review a specific craft beer and match it with a classic wrestling match from the past. Sit down with myself and fellow indie wrestlers, Top Shelf Trey Nelson, and the abominable, I mean Nick Stapp, as we break down the hops and the pops. Follow along at Off the Hop Rope on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, cheers, and cilantro. Cilantro!